This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one Russell Brand. I'm Al Worth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand's show with my co-host, Lauren B. Hi, that's me. I have no idea what today's topic is going to be about, other than I know it's probably going to be a bummer. So here we go. Yep, you're going to hate it, and that's why we bolster ourselves with the good thing before the bad thing. So what is your good thing before the bad thing this week, Lauren? Oh, you can see it behind me. Art. I have made Artwork. so much shit. Yeah. Just look at this bullshit right here. I'm banners that Mike has made. These insane there like are banners, listeners. There so are wonderful, like incredible glory, things. But it's all Halloween stuff. Wow. And I That's make amazing. everything out of. Um, I gotta say, my troubleshooting skills are next fucking level. The amount of like silly oh no that's gonna add an hour hmm. to preparing all the materials and getting everything made i'm i'm a ninja i'm i'm a, I'm a samurai <laughs> bright spot I'm, lauren is a ninja samurai i am and I, a dinosaur I'm, i am I, oh yeah that's a real i feel, I feel like that's a solid combo <laughs> yeah and yeah. beetlejuice all those things yeah. I uh and yeah, so, Lauren so B I'm three like, times in a row. She shows up. I <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Try it. Dare you? Um, yeah, no, I uh I'm really fucking proud of myself. Like I was just telling you, you briefly, be. you know, before we started, like I don't get to feel like I'm this like force of nature that I can make a bunch of stuff anymore. I used to do it a lot more. Maybe why I can't do it so much these days because I overdid it a lot. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel really, I mean, I've made all this stuff and then more, um, since Thursday. So remember when I was freaking out last time? Uh, the last couple of weeks at least yeah, yeah. well I feel like when i was <laughs> yeah. when it was like yeah. okay my last, minutes last time are it, was, it was crunch time yep yep yeah it was like it. crunch crunch time yeah and i made a bunch of stuff so i feel really proud of myself and like super confident um which means no one will like anything so yeah that's like literally <laughs> always how it goes <laughs> i like it i can i can see from here that it's really cool so i'm i'm Thank i'm, you. I'm I, also like, confident in you and also like i'm i'm I forgot how much fun it is to sew. That's yeah. so pedestrian. That's no, so that's like nice. that's great. Prairie of me. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. You know, kind of. Uh... But like, it's so fun. Ah. And I think it's fun because I'm better at it. I think the proportion of of fun and skill have gone up. That that does help. <laughs> I I suck at sewing and I hate it. So there we go. Because it's really hard. Yeah. It's like yeah. carpentry, but. It, all your pieces also like slide around and they're <laughs> completely like amorphous I can't, a friend of yeah. mine okay. who's a really great like just can make anything and is super talented i i was i made him like a tiny curtain for his back door once and he just looked at me the entire time in horror like this is so hard he's like oh, no keep it simple keep it simple like no this is what you have to do to make it even remotely like passable i'm not gonna i mean if you want bullshit you can get iron on hem tape and yeah, have yeah. it fall apart in six months by yourself yeah and it was like this is simple oh god and I'm like, yeah <laughs> it's terrible welcome to That's sewing we do <laughs> yeah so I, I i think for most people it's like it's supposed to be hard 
and I've been doing it for such a long time. Frankly, I uh, should have been better by now. <laughs> so, yeah, what's your good thing? My good thing this week is, uh, do you know what? I have finally caught up with One Piece. Um, so I, I mentioned this many, many good things before the bad things ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and I have finally caught up. I started many months ago around the kind of like, I don't know, it was late 500s kind of mark. Um, and I have worked my right. way... I've worked my way up to present day, which I think is like a thousand and eighty-seven or something like that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I've been Wait, on a mission. It, I, there's mm. there's a One Piece situation on Netflix. It's, it's there is. There's there's a live, a live action, action version. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really good. It's been really well received. Um, um, yeah. So it's, if it's popping uh, up in my feed, that means that mm. folks are watching. It. I mean, it's been yeah. like the you know I'm, top I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I've heard it's uh, it's very good, well done, and it's getting getting more people into the show because you know, obviously, you you can't you kind of need a hook for it. when something's like a thousand episodes. You need something to to yeah, pull oh people God. in a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, That's yeah. Apparently, the live action is awesome to me. Uh, do you know? I uh, I've I've gotten through it quicker than I thought I would. To be honest, you know, with, with just a, a minor amount of dedication, you know, going through a couple of episodes a day, you know, roughly, you know, and, and yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. they're kind of twenty twenty something minutes, and then the first like five or six minutes will be you know um, recaps of last week and whatever else anyway, so you can skip that, you know, so you can pretty much yeah, cut yeah. it down to fifteen if if you if you're uh, on a mission. Um, and, oh, and, and I was uh, trying to catch up with 90 Day Fiance. It was like that. They've uh, they've cut some of the fat in more recent seasons. Mm. And by the way, that was a mission I lost because uh, they just they play the same clip 18 times right more and after a commercial. Right. See, see, uh, the the what well, One Piece does have a little bit of that, but there are the, the it's not too unbearable um but there is also a uh, a fan cut version out there called one pace um that i've i've not so so it, it it gets rid of all of the kind of repeats of stuff you know where it's where it's unnecessary yeah. um which is supposed Maybe to cut it down it would take 10 minutes bit. an episode right if, like, <laughs> and i get all the weird drama like that i want yeah exactly um but now i'm up to date with one piece now and holy shit there's some cool stuff going on in that show it's very good i'm 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 annoyed that i can't progress any further with it it's at that point now and i'm like fuck again yeah 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 Yeah, so that's that's frustrating but very good very cool very happy and i'm now sort of at a bit of a loss i'm kind of I'm scratching the surface with naruto again because i watched that like years and years and years and years ago judged mm. i judged harshly friend and i don't judge harshly i just like kind of didn't give a shit yeah that's fair and i that's was like this perfectly fine. child's show i don't understand I, i'm like uh. just old enough to like i didn't really get into pokemon i didn't really get into power rangers like mm-hmm. I, I just, i'm at that very weird like the the age cusp i'm like right on the precipice where i like didn't get into that stuff hamtaro yeah. different yeah. story oh, but everything yeah. else and that but those are interchangeable that's basically just like the visual <laughs> version that's like the visual equivalent of just like holding a puppy that's not that <laughs> um but like i ended up sitting and watching like a couple i was staying with a friend and like watched a couple of episodes and it mm-hmm. was like maybe four in, and i was like why am i crying 
Why am I crying? <laughs> I'm so emotionally yeah. invested. Yeah. How in the how in the shit? Yeah. Did y'all like I feel like I got tricked, but I was also here for it. And I don't yeah. have time to like I don't know. I don't have time to watch stuff. Honestly, it's been kind of a problem. Like been thinking about it lately. I'm trying to consume a little bit less news. Mm-hmm. Although I will say the kind of like dump that we did or the I kind of put a bunch of information in one place in the last the last off brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt I felt a lightness come off of me having That's good. been able to like put some stuff there so but at, at the same good. time I'm like well now I'm gonna I mean I took a break Learn my version of a break is like oh let's listen to this podcast about the Bay of Pigs like it's not that breaky <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not so good with the with the mental breaks necessarily uh, yeah let's talk about the Cold War but like it, no but that felt I, good it felt it felt it. good to be informed as well it was it was it was nice to just Accept all the information you were giving me, no matter how horrifying most of it was. Um, so yeah, a bit of, yeah, bit of well, role reversal to, there, I suppose. <laughs> get through the fast. Well, yeah, get through yeah. the fast and, the, and try not yeah. dwell on that and try to take away some like some good lessons. Yep. And I think, think like action items. That's kind of yeah. the, that's the point to me. Yeah. What else? Um, what, what are we doing if we're not doing that? So you know for what I mean? for for anyone who is not a patron, highly recommend um, checking out the uh, the last. Off brand, you know, you can you can join us for a buck, um, and it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting conversation about um, uh, how would you describe it? <laughs> well, we we've been in a, a state of um, rape news fatigue, so I try yeah. to just round up all the like general like exploitative men news into like and, and try to power through yeah, the who, like who are ugly all part. religious religious extremists um, yeah yeah you know yeah. It's like, oh they're, they're all this okay religious okay. extremism and how uh finance like the um <clears throat> financial like the the kind of behind the scenes financial aspects that mm. honestly are really sc- like those are the things that have implications for literally every citizen that is um that is living in the country that this stuff is happening because uh, it's much. also a tax dodge, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so obviously content warning. I feel like I, I feel like I was repulsed enough before I said anything to kind of imply a content <laughs> warning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I did, I did, I did. I think write in the description, you know, that 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 um, yeah, Christian. Uh, no, not, well, not just Christian, just religious extremist men. Um. All of them are sexual assaulters. It's just like, oh, oh that's all. Yeah. Of you. Okay. Well, and then, okay. You know, I, Great. I, yeah. Great. I, I, I'm hoping that I, um, you know, I'd love to have more presence of mind to mention it in past, but I do feel like the, uh, and then you can just fast forward a minute <laughs> if you don't want to, don't want to hear the, the, the gnarly stuff. Or even better, you just mute it and watch the video and then you watch us respond and we're like oh it's you're gonna be yeah you 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 pretty much just get to watch my face turn to abject horror um at at, at the various laws in the united states um so so there we go um so we we have a show to deal with uh but first we should thank some new patrons uh so first up gorlitza you are now an awakening wonder you are indeed an awakening wonder thank you gorlitza Thank you. 
Very much appreciated. Uh, sleep when the baby sleeps, clean when baby cleans. You are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Presumably with a messy house, but thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> your baby cleans? Yeah, right. I don't, wow. don't think they do. That's, that's, yeah, no, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kieran Dakla. Hey, I know you, Kieran Dakla. I think I know you. Um, I think we were chatting a bunch at QED. If that oh. is you, I hope you are well, friend. Uh, either way, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, Kieran. Thanks, Kieran. Uh, and David Smales, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Um, I do also have a minor correction from last week for the patron who I called Dr. Asham. It turns out the name was actually Dr. Asham. Um, I wanted okay. <laughs> I wanted to, of course, get that right, and might I suggest, Doctor, capitalizing the H, or maybe a hyphen in the middle? Because I did consider saying it, um, b b like saying it that way, but ultimately, had it not been a joke name, I'd have come off like a real dick. Yeah. Um, either yeah. way, Doctor Asham, you are now correctly an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, uh, Doctor Asham. Also, Great. also, also not a doctor, but but I, I don't know. I I kind of appreciate that. Um, yep. If anyone wants to support us and what we do, become an awakening wonder, join the invisible hand, or donate on an elevated tier, head to Patreon.com/onbrand, and you will have our eternal gratitude. It's this which allows us to be editorially independent and debt-free. Um, something along those lines. As a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off-Brand, where we talk about pretty much anything but Russell Brand. Uh, and please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube, or if you listen in the Spotify app, the video should come up there too. Um, most people who do it say that it is worth it. So, hey, that's, that's always good. Ah, right, right. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I'm not Another... tired. I'm still not tired. I feel fine. It's great. You're not tired. I'm myself to death. <laughs> I have to not lean too close to them. I'm like, all right. If I slouch, I've got to lean back too. We just need like um, a frame to prop you up somehow, you know? Oh, yeah, like a doll. I just mm. need like a yeah. wire under me. Like, Marionette. Uh, uh, play the clips. I'll be all right. <laughs> got no strings okay. on me. Um, right. Uh, another quick update right up top. Uh, Brand is being investigated by a second police force in the UK, Thames Valley Police, as a woman contacted them two weeks ago with new information in relation to reports of harassment and stalking. Um, according to the BBC, the woman reported her allegations multiple times to Thames Valley Police between 2018 and 2022, um, but no further actions were taken. Mm. Brand has also accused said woman of harassment against him in 2017. So who knows what the hell is going on there, but I hope the truth is out at some point in the near future. Um, either way, it's interesting that these are much more recent. So, hmm. curious, curious, curious. Yeah. And also, I feel like if those charges, because it's really hard, at least in America, to um, get law enforcement to take any kind of like stalking seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard the to prove is as well. Changing, yeah. It well, I feel like mm. it, if you just look at somebody's like text messages and call logs, 
<laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. as hard. Um, I, yeah, I guess it depends how they're doing the thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you've got documentation, I think you're in better shape. But it's still just like it's it's it is a it's a sticky wicket to get involved because like it's it, you know I think that um, legitimately it can seem like somebody's personal life, but mm. um that would open up I think accusations like if if that sticks then mm. more people might be comfortable coming forward saying like well i did this and i signed an nda but ndas aren't supposed to cover criminal activity so maybe people are going to yeah. be comfortable coming forward fingers crossed um it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out uh that's for sure yeah um I'm so interested. Brand is chugging away and back to his normal schedule of one show a day on weekdays, uh, but he's still doing them from his house. Um, the quality is markedly worse, as is the lack of Gareth Roy to bounce things off, so it's really too much Russell even for Stay Free with Russell Brand. Like It's, it's a lot at the moment. Um, accordingly, I didn't want to have to deal with him while he's pontificating without interruption, uh, and I had to put off that interview I wanted to cover twice now, so that is what we'll finally be covering. Yeah. Um, this was filmed in the before times, prior to Russell being outed as a rapist and sexual assaulter, those heady days of two weeks ago, um, and so tonally might feel a little bit different. Um, mm. and what's the date of the, of his, of the interview, like the actual... Of this there one, brrr, uh, it was a, a week or two prior to the allegations coming out. So, you know, we're talking like a month ago. Um, I will find that out, um, the specific date. Um, so I'm going to preface this show by saying that the guest that Brand is interviewing is a real piece of work. Uh, we've had quite a number of idiots and culpable murderers, uh, but there are a few people that manage to be quite so hateful with quite so much vigor. As ever, I'm going to let Brand introduce the guest. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining me for Stay Free with Russell Brand for a fantastic show. It's going to be beautiful and fascinating because we have a guest who can be described with both of those words. It's Candice Owens. We're also, when we're exclusively on Rumble, going to be discussing the nature of modern censorship with Candice and the obvious need for the protection of free speech and how we bring our personal morality to the complex subject of free speech. Mm, that's right. Candace Owens, bigot extraordinaire, best known for hating. Okay. <laughs> We're going to need the hammer this time. Uh, she is best known for hating black people, women, and trans people, which is impressive considering she is two out of three of those things. Um, she's aggressively pro Trump, like most of Brand's audience, and has a following of 4.2 million on Twitter, 4.2 million on Instagram, and 2 million on YouTube. Oh, pardon me, sorry, YouTube. Um, she has a podcast called Candace, whose prominent guests have included Donald Trump, UFC President Dana White, Representative Jim Jordan, and Andrew Tate. Um, oh, and Pol prior Pot to... and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, the ghost of BTK. Hitler. Uh, uh, like, come uh -huh. on. She's um, so... Ugh. Prior to moving over to the Daily Wire, her content was with Praga U, which is somewhat telling. Um, and back before hitting the big time, she was in fact a guest on Infowars. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Oh. Candace Owens is another one of those commentators I've always done my best to avoid having to actually listen to. So it's fair to say this episode was a pretty brutal induction into her worldview. Uh, I know what everyone might be thinking, and it was certainly the first question I had that will now be applied to every guest from the past. How did she react to Russell being outed? Do you have any predictions, Lauren? I know how she has handled similar um, instances mm. in the past. So mm -hmm. prospects are low. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure she's going to be fucking evil. Like, she's mm. every. Oh, I don't want to say everything. I'm sure she accidentally <coughs> says stuff that's not evil sometimes. Maybe if she has, she's I listening. haven't found it. Um, I, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be Venom. I'm sure. <laughs> well, so surprisingly, Candice offers at least something of a nuanced view compared to mm -hmm. some of her peers. Um, she wrote an article on the subject for The Daily Wire, which she then used as a script for her podcast. Uh, I'm going to read a few choice excerpts from the article. So right out the gate, she comes out with, quote, when people are in their addictions, they do things that are incomprehensible and unimaginable. I've seen it with my own eyes, and it is utterly confounding, unquote. So, right away, her first instinct is to provide cover for Brand on the basis of him being an addict. Um, firstly, not an excuse. It's an explanation, but not an excuse. Uh, secondly, Brand has been sober since 2002 and rehab for sex addiction in 2005. Um... And all of the allegations thus far happened after that point. Uh, yeah. Here's another quote. Um, anytime an onslaught of Me Too victims start shouting, they never have any proof. They say something <laughs> happened a long time ago, but they didn't tell anyone or go to the police or confront the person. Then suddenly, where there is a political opportunity to take someone down, they say, oh, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too. And I find that to be crap. Unquote. Um, so... We're, yeah okay we're, we're not going I in a good direction <laughs> i don't like the thing is mm. i do uh, to some degree having to be her every day is punishment and i get that <laughs> i think she likes being her though that's I the worst so. part really? no i okay. think that she okay i think I, that she keeps moving forward like a shark i don't okay. think that she enjoys I, I, okay. there are a well, few we'll, people we'll, we'll i've see. witnessed we'll, that I, are I'll so joyless as Candace Owens and yeah. uh, and Ben Shapiro. I don't know. I don't know. They're so profoundly joyless. I don't know. We'll 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 see if you feel the same by the end of the interview. Um. Uh. But either way, Candace Owens pretty vocally against the Me Too movement. Um. But she does later go on to describe the allegations against Brand as credible on the basis of the information provided and the text messages sent. So that's interesting. Um, which is very much unlike most of oh. her peers who are saying it's made up, right? Did she say that in the same article? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. She, she said, oh, no, no, I, I, I find these allegations to be credible. The text messages and everything, the, the, the woman went to a rape crisis center the next day. Okay, okay. And I thought, oh, interesting. All right. Horrible so views. So, in the same yeah, right. So it's, it's like horrible views, but okay, you're kind of falling down on the right side of it, I guess. Um, and then, well, another quote. Um, 
Despite the fact that we may all love who Russell Brand is today, and I do love who Russell Brand is today, he used to be a leftist commie in the media, the same media who applauded him everywhere. He was celebrated by the same media who are now attempting to take him down. That is the part that is suspicious. Why did the media wait until Brand was clean, sober, married, and on the brink of having his third child to speak out about this? Why wait 11 years to bring these allegations out? Obviously, this is a plot to take him down now that he is standing up and speaking out about big government, COVID, and wokeness. The media kept his secret when he was their friend, when he was a horrible, rotten person, when he was living like Hunter Biden. They were... <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep a straight face through that. That's so sad. They were willing to keep and bury everything, but now that he's sober and speaking more conservatively, they choose to take him down. That should bother us all. Okay, unquote. <laughs> that should bother all of us potential rapists and enablers. Well... Yes, all rapists and enablers. Be afraid. Good. I so. <laughs> also, stop what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Stop. Please. Um... So this is obvious bullshit, and I'm, I'm not going to spend any more effort debunking it than I already have. Uh, Candice then goes on a jag against YouTube because she hates YouTube, but also keeps posting there because it's where her audience are. And I am forced to silently remind her for the thousandth time in my head today that they're a private company and can do what they want, and I thought that was something you conservatives value. Um, anyway, uh, here's how she ends the article. Quote... This is what it means to be a celebrity in Hollywood. If you're on the left, they own you, but they will protect you. But as soon as you step out of the leftist talking point, they will collect enough evidence to take you down. It's as if they are waiting for you to step out of line so they can ruin your life. And that's exactly what's happening to Russell Brand. Unquote. Um, mm, okay, we've pivoted back to, to bat shittery. Um... I'm going to say the same thing to Candace as I did to Jimmy Dore. The trick is not to have anything for anyone to find. If you don't want to be yeah. called a rapist at some point in your life, don't rape people. It really yeah. is the easiest way. Um, though, of course, Candace thinks that you know there's something to these allegations and is defending him anyway and using it to fling shit at the left. Um, well, and she is coming at it from a pretty, like, if you're going to be slick, which, mm. to be fair, she's slick um is mm. to focus on the man he is now and yeah, not who right. he yeah. used to be yeah. that honestly to me is like that's going to be the argument that i mean now that kevin spacey you know got out of the charges that he was facing i'm mm. sure that's going to be the, the argument yeah that he was I, I was i was predicting forward. more of that narrative to be honest in defense of brand but it's not come up too much um which surprised me but um, maybe they know that current him is also indefensible is also terrible yeah. <laughs> just just yeah um yeah. in a possibly different way in possibly the exact same way um call me call shall, me we, maybe we, yeah <laughs> we shall see eh? um mm. we will oh and <laughs> i or another whether I, you like uh, it or not yeah right 
I did mention previously that talk of Brown's kids came up during this show, which it did with surprising regularity, but I did actually cut all the clips out. Um, the long and short of it is that Candace was surprised upon meeting his kids that they were, in her words, unnaturally beautiful. Um, Brand took offense and said of course they would be because he's their dad, blah blah blah. Um, not unnaturally beautiful, just beautiful. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I still don't think he should be allowed around his kids, and if anyone wants to argue that point with me, please circle back to episode 20. Anyway, um, let's, uh, let's get into Candace's entrance onto the show. Now I'm excited, and you will be too, if you saw our previous conversation, because I'm going to be talking to a political commentator, host of the Candace podcast, producer and narrator of the new docu-series Convicting a Murderer on the Daily Wire, the very great, always intriguing, limitlessly confrontational Candace Owens. Candace, how lovely to see you again. It's so wonderful to be back. I, I really just was very excited about doing this podcast because I had such a fun time with you because at the time we were on such opposite sides of the totem pole, but you were just so kind, such great energy. And I just said to myself, he's going to drift a little away from being a hammer and sickle communist because he's just too happy. You know, he's, okay. he's too oh substantially happy. So. Okay, first order of business here is that, yes, Candace has been interviewed by Russell before, but not on Stay Free with Russell Brand. She was on his old podcast, Under the Skin, back in 2018, in the context of Russell Brand versus Candace Owens, debating the populist movement and whether it will go left or right. Ugh. Um, it was a long while ago before Russell's hard pivot to being a right-wing conspiracy theorist, and so the pair are reunited after five years, which brings me to this second point. Russell always says he's not right-wing, and that his ideas aren't about left or right, but Candace Owens recognizes one of her own, saying he's just too substantially happy to stay a hammer-and-sickle communist, as she puts it. Um, another way of reading that is that he's too rich, white, and male to stay mad at the system that allows him substantial privilege and platform, especially if it's going to make him a lot of money. And give him mm. access to as many victims as possible. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking feast for the guy. Why? Um, why did I? Why did I spend the last several days listening about the Bay of Pigs, and now I have to hear people <laughs> saying communism in a fake way? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, like there isn't just an much idiot's that, guide to communism and socialism. Mm, really, mm, mm. communism does actually come up in a little bit, um, but not in the way you expect. Um, no, because they don't. <laughs> No, words. Well, yeah, mm, you'll, 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 you'll see. Um, so the the <sighs> the third point is that Candace is on the show to promote her new show, Convicting a Murderer, which seeks to disprove and act as counterpoint to the entire of Making a Murderer. Um, I've not looked into it, and I really don't care. But it does seem like the exact kind of intentionally contrarian thing that she would do. Um, they are so profoundly uncreative it is <laughs> like it's like every cell in Not the wrong. marrow of their bones a black hole it's mm -hmm. incredible they mm -hmm. just suck any idea out of the world and yeah. just pound it with a hammer yeah but hey you know i i i i wondered if it was something you wanted to check out at some point i know you like your true crime I <laughs> so, and also yeah. i'm very familiar with it's funny I, like Making a Murderer came out and kind of got a 
whole section of my friends into true crime more like um you know like a a wrongful conviction and you know like coerced um coerced testimony coerced yeah yeah, uh, confessions that kind of thing specific kind of true crime i guess yeah yeah yeah. and like i and very specifically a really good friend of mine we were our dogs like to play together and we both made art shit so we would hang out a lot and uh put on you know making a murderer and she was like, yeah, isn't this shocking? Like, no, I've been watching Frontline since <laughs> I was in grade school. The Innocence nope. Project. Like, uh... You want to hear about Angola? You want to hear about like, uh, like you want to hear about what happens to black people? Who this white guy got nothing on them. It's like, and uh, it's, I, I honestly, I, I am like, I don't think it is a mystery why I'm so fascinated with the criminal justice system, which honestly to me is a more interesting part of true crime anyway. Mm, yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't even know how you'd be contrary. And just like, I, yeah, I, all convictions are right all the time. I, and everyone for, from, deserves to go to jail. Nah, for, from what I could see, it was more like, oh, Stephen Avery is a piece of shit and deserves to be in prison. Um, That, that, that seemed to be the, direction she was coming from but again i didn't really two podcasts there are at least like big ones that are already counterpointed i don't know i don't know know. tell it to candace (laughs) Um, saving of ideas i see yes maybe maybe definitely honestly that might be fun to just figure out like well what did you steal you think this came Um, from well you know if if you if you need a project because you're not busy enough um Um, I'm trying to not yawn. It's hard. (laughs) We're almost uh, there. We're almost there. Caffeine away, Monfrey. Caffeine away. Uh, The two-week press tour that she was doing for this show had auspicious timing for Candice, as she'd been suspended from YouTube for two weeks yet again, uh, (laughs) this time for refusing to take down her slew of videos intentionally misgendering and deadnaming trans people while promoting hatred against the trans community fucking shock um mm, yeah can i say sure hell yeah the people are getting suspended for that yeah this, yeah this that's is great new. yeah it was not that long ago yeah you could say whatever the fuck you wanted pretty much and people were like well difference of a bit mm, first amendment the, the fact that mm. action is co- like obviously shit sucks um no especially for trans people <laughs> And for, like, you know, civil rights in general. Um, But, man, I am, you know, also listening to old news clips and stuff. Boy, things are better. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong. (laughs) You are not wrong. Nice to remember. Things are. It's true. It's true. So I got... I'm gonna have to be grasping his straws as far as like a silver lining. I can feel it. I'm trying to shore up right now. Yeah, <laughs> we may. This may get dark. Um. Yeah. So well, anyway, and also another like pithy thing. She looks terrible. Yeah, the lighting's <laughs> bad. The the, the the the. I don't know what's going on with the poofy arms. The shoulders are too broad on that as well. Because that's not the way her sh- like. That's definitely the the top. It's not she her looks shoulders. Weird. Um, like it look. It looks like a stylist fail. And like. Yeah. That's maybe. a little fun. She looks. Yeah. Cra- she usually looks great, and it's I true. hate it that it's, it's she annoying. always looks yeah. great. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit rough. Yeah. Um. 
So next we hear a story from Candice that I suspect she'll be telling less in the future. It's been it's been really great. And also, Russell, you will, I will never forget you. Like, you will always be a part of my love story because I met my husband right after I left your podcast that night. So whenever people ask how we met, I'm like, I was three hours late to dinner with my husband because I was doing Russell Brand's podcast. So I'll never forget you. You're my good luck charm. Some great things could happen for me after this. I am glad that I have this apotropaic quality in your life, that I bring you love and good fortune, Candice. There's a word I don't get to say too frequently. And yet I find that we are already at a point of conflict because I noticed that you threaded your first announcement, for that's what it was, with the idea that you I've somehow been seduced into a political and cultural space that you long knew that I would inertly wander <laughs> into. And I tell you now, I always believed in freedom. I've always been anti-establishment. I've always been pro the rights of the individuals and the rights of the community. I've always been opposed to corporate power and to the combination of states and corporations against the people. And I've always believed that when it comes to cultural issues, we must be allowed to form our own opinions and identities. And I don't think I was ever a hammer and sickle communist. On no. that point, we're agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure okay. Right. I'm with you. Um, the problem with Russell Brand is that he can say all these things about always being anti-establishment, anti-corporate interests, and pro-individual rights, and because he very much still dresses up his content as being those things, people believe he's still on the same tip as he was a decade ago when he was telling everyone not to vote because the system's broken. Um, in reality, and Candace knows this, Russell is taking right-wing talking points like being anti-vax or pro-Russia or anti-democratic party um, wrapping them in a thin veil of humanitarianism intertwined with conspiracy theories and magically presenting himself as being left-wing while exclusively saying things that right-wing people agree with. Um, this is just the game he's playing for profit, and huge swaths of people believe him. Post-allegations against him, however, it does appear a little more transparent and, well, desperate to a degree, um, and uh, that's precisely why Candace Owens might be telling the story of how she met her husband a little bit differently in future, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I... <sighs> I wouldn't tell people that. Oh, I was late. I was late because I was doing a podcast with Russell Brent. Nah, nah. Kind of loses its charm a little bit. Um, also, I don't know how she was three hours late like to, to this date because the podcast was only two hours long. So I'm like, that's just that's just bad planning. Well, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Having actually recorded some podcasts, we know how long it can take. <laughs> True, I but then yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No, none, nonetheless, like even if the podcast was three hours long, or she spent three hours doing it, I don't see how you can then be three hours late for for this dinner date. Um, that that I just I just don't get. That sounds like I a lack of respect for other people's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd you, you'd hope. Um, I will quickly explain who she's married to because it has some relevance here in a minute. It sure does. Um, yeah. Her full title is actually the Honorable Mrs. George Farmer. Um, the husband, of course, being the Honorable George Farmer, son of former Conservative Party treasurer, the Right Honorable Lord Michael Farmer, Baron of Bishopsgate in the City of London. Um, that's a fucking mouthful. 
George Farmer, the son, is the CEO of Parler and mostly tries to avoid the limelight. Um, he did, however, once describe the EU as a toxic socialist genocidal super state, uh, leading me to suspect his beliefs are about as grounded in reality as Candace's are. Um, he is also a member of Reform UK, formerly known as the Brexit Party, which was formed by Nigel Farage. After a brief engagement, the two got married at the Trump Winery in Charlottesville, Virginia, and the wedding had a MAGA theme. It included a MAGA cringe dance party and a cake that featured a Make Weddings Great Again hat. What year? Uh, this was a couple of years ago. This is what, 20, yeah, 20, 2020? I don't know, no, 19? 19, I think. 2019, I thought I think they'd this been was. married longer than that. No, I think it was 2019, I think. Um, also, so. for folks who don't know, Parler is um, like like Telegram, or it's basically like a um, like Gab. It's like a, a social media site that is unregulated and therefore yeah, it's, it's, it's white supremacist groups. Can, it's, 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 um, the, it's the social media equivalent of Rumble, right? You know, just, just all yeah, right yeah, yeah. shitheads. Come here and say horrible things. Um, yeah, but also yeah. shitty. Apparently, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's also just bad. Um, yeah. but you know, Which but, but because, bad. but because people can say Rumble's pretty bad too. Um, yeah, <laughs> navigating is kind of <laughs> terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because people can, bad. because people can say pretty much anything they want, yeah. then they all they all go they there um, to say horrible racist things, uh, among other things. Um. Candice and her bridesmaids and guests all wore red MAGA hats as well. Um, notable guests to said wedding included Larry Elder, Nigel Farage, and Ye West, uh, who has long said he loves the way Candice Owens thinks. Uh, so that should probably tell you something. Well, um, wasn't she hmm? trying to get Kanye hmm? West to buy Parlor? That's I, that's what it sounded like there, behind there, the scenes. There was so that fell apart, I think, at the end of 2022. Um, because yeah. he's a decent businessman, <laughs> among nothing else. But <laughs> like, he knows not to buy. Do you know, I don't know. I, 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 I have a question mark about any of the mythology of Ye West at this point. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I really, I really, any, anything, even musically, even, it, it, any, even any of that. I'm like, was it, yeah, really? Um, his 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 actions over the last year or so have have really kind of <laughs> you know he's, he's, he's it's well, been a sliding scale but the last year holy shit um yeah yeah i mean there's been a lot of indicator it's not really out of the blue no well i know but i, I don't think anyone kind of expected you know a, a year and a half or a year ago or whatever that um that he would be Showing up on Infowars, for instance, um, you know, and 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 saying that Hitler is great, uh, you know, um, there 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 are yeah, it, it was just it was it was it was a lot, um, yeah, yeah. Duh. Well, I, honestly, I don't think that like I mean I I feel like there's a lot of terrible decision making, um, for You're like wrong. social, spiritual kindness, um, general humanity reasons, but the guy can make money. And he does. Oh yeah, money. he knows how to make and money. I don't think yeah, that, yeah. I, I think no that, questions about uh, that. There, there was some, some, some wheeling and dealing to get him to buy a stinker of a, of a company, and he didn't. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I'm, um, I'm dubious of anything nice she says about him. 
in public because in the because it turned out behind the scenes she's trying to they were trying to offload this like shitty app on somebody mm, with more money than sense. Interesting. Interesting. Their, their their personal history goes back a ways, so I'm I'm not sure uh I'm not sure what their personal relationship is uh, at this point. Um, I don't care that much either. To yeah, be I fair. also don't. I mean, uh, I, me. I um, didn't know I had to pay attention to that. No, I right? Want to. In the next clip, uh, Brand brings back his idea of infusing religion into government. Now, when what when I talk about sort of aspects of socialism, is I think it's important to understand that what I'm interested in is compassion and kindness in politics. Actually, beyond that, love. And how do we have systems that are able to convey quite basic spiritual principles, I would say, that are you know common in Christianity and Islam and all great and minor faiths when we look aside, when we look beyond the kind of cultural divisions that can easily arise from religion? When, well, it, what it offers us, I think, is the opportunity to infuse our systems of government and control with an emotional and spiritual quality. I feel that what we're living in now in this sort of semi... It's not right to say nihilistic because there is there is so much charge when it comes to meaning in our political space. But what there is a lack of, I believe, is spirit and kindness. That everywhere we look, there is kind of deception. There is hatred. There is a lack of real vision. And I would say that that's prevalent throughout the mainstream, whether it's on the purported left or right. What kind of advances have you noticed? What kind of changes have you noticed? Where do you where do you look optimistically on the intervening years since our conversation? Where can you say, well, this has improved, this has gotten better? Whenever he says yeah. lack of vision, um, he's he's just coding basically that, that, that there's a lack of religion. Um, he's coding that there is a lack of of uh, spirituality and all of the other things that he wants in a government, which to me is fucking insane. Um, also, I have no idea what any of that has to do with socialism. Um, he mentioned that at the start and then it just kind of fell away. That was um, some word salad. Right. So I, 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 I whoosy whatsy whatever. Yeah. I have I have stopped the clip here mostly just to point out that this here is the exact same belief that Brand's been touting while we've been doing this podcast um, that we should all live in a theocracy of some kind, most likely Christian because that's his religion these days, but this time he's couching it in the idea of love and compassion um, Gotta say, Russell, I know you think secularism is responsible for the downfall of society as demonstrated in our Dawkins episode, but from my experience I've witnessed a hell of a lot more compassion from those in the secular community than those in religious communities. Just my my personal experience there. Um, Refer to our last off-brand episode. Maybe that too. I can enlighten that as well. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so lack of vision, what I heard as a lack of vision, and I don't necessarily... Mm. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree entirely because that is my complaint with the with the left. Well, one of not, not ambitious enough, maybe. Well, there's no like we're there is no specific goal we are driving towards as mm. a whole that we can all agree to. Now, who does have vision? Fascists. And mm. they have a very specific, narrow view that they are going to make, whether it's real or not, whether it's grounded in reality or not. So, like, mm. the difficulty of, like, of of uniting the many can be reflected in a lack of vision. Um, yeah. But the alternative to a lack of vision 
I'm not cool with that. Cause... Yeah, so, so well, I, 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 I also agree with you, um, by and large, especially in the United States, there's, there's a, you know, the, oh God. I think um, because reality comes along again, like that slap to the face with a wet fish, um, you know, I, mm -hmm. I yeah. Um, and and yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. to a degree, even in the UK, and we 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 can get a lot more done over here um, than you can um, in terms yeah. of what, what Senate, an individual government can do. Our Senate um, cannot, can barely like uh, our government can mm. literally barely keep itself functioning, but they can rally yeah, I mean, to ban hoodies in five got another, days. Got another shutdown going on, chamber. so. Mm. <laughs> um, so so yeah no it it, it yeah it, it's lack it's, of vision it, i think is 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 a succinct lack of like vision, obviously lack not of how priorities he means it. lack of anything but yeah the the problem yeah. is uh the way he means it every single time uh that he brings that up is is uh there's not enough religion in government that's 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 how he means that um it's just just cover and code um yeah i uh i don't think that my point here about um secular communities uh being being more pleasant than religious communities or more charitable or compassionate um is especially ungrounded um especially when when you consider what candace is about to say well so i think one of our differences which we had early on and we i think we still hold this i actually don't look for compassion and emotion in politics i think that it actually needs to be extracted from politics. And I think that part of the reason is that we've moved away from logic and reason and objectiveness and more towards emotion and compassion, which is subjective. And that's why it's problematic. Um, and emotion can yield to some really bad things. We've seen this over the years when people are being uh, so invested in their emotions that they're not thinking clearly. And actually the people that tend to seize control when people are emotional is the government. So I am very much like how I feel doesn't actually matter. We have to remain objective about these things. So the people who capitalize on fear are the government, not possibly right-wing propagandists. Um, she's, of course, making a thinly veiled reference to the pandemic there, but we will get to that a little bit later. Um, so compassion needs to be extracted from politics, apparently. Oh There's God. too much caring going on, especially in the United States, that country which famously cares so much for its poorest and most disadvantaged citizens. <laughs> um, yeah, Candace can talk. <laughs> Candace can talk all she wants about remaining objective um, and logical and rational, uh, but ask her any questions about the LGBTQ plus community or whether black people or women are at a disadvantage compared to a white man, and she'll get emotional pretty fucking quickly in defense yep. of the white guy. So, hmm. Yeah, I'd say the emotion that's out of control the most is anger. Yeah, well, I we're gonna we're gonna get anger to that. is um, uh, a, a massive problem as far yeah. as um uh, I just it's amazing to hear mm -hmm. that from a per okay yeah no sure, no no I completely agree sure. from someone so vitriolic and we 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 are gonna get to that um because it seems to be and I was just happening sorry playing the clip a little early there it's, it seems to be something of a blind spot um for her um I think so, it's intentional mm. she seems like an opera like she seems more like a fucking operator yeah, there, there, there than anybody a, else there that is a question, i know of in the sphere there is a question there as well and that will also come up later um the next clip is why i mentioned who candace is married to and i think this is going to upset you 
And I was just having a conversation this morning um, with my in-laws about that. They're, they're overseas at the moment and, and talking about women and women in politics and why I don't know that it necessarily works all the time. And I, I was talking about this. I've been talking about this on my show for, for years. You know, women are, we are naturally more emotional than men. I hate to say, no, pretend not. that there are biological differences no, between men and women, but there are. And that emotion is a wonderful thing when it comes to caretaking and nurturing and raising children. But I think in the political really. realm, we often have our emotions hijacked. And when they are hijacked, it can it can lead yield great evil. And I think we're in a circumstance where there's a lot of emotion being hijacked and yielding great evil. Oh, a lot of emotions being hijacked and yielding great evil, huh? I wonder who's doing that. Um, so Candace Owens thinks that women shouldn't be in politics. That's a take. Okay, uh, bye. How, bye. How, how you, how you feeling, bye. Lauren? <laughs> how you, I know how that you, top shouldn't yeah. be in politics. How about you, Candace? <laughs> Go away. Bye. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. I just, yeah. that's, yeah. man, oh man. She's yeah. the ultimate, ultimate pick me girl. Ultimate pick me girl, pull my ladder up after me. Like, not, not feminism, fem, like female supremacy. That's what her, like, her personal, just like Phyllis Schlafly, her personal beliefs are that she wins and everybody else loses. But applying it to anybody else, it just oh. yeah she she is aggressively self-centered um yeah me and not for thee yeah it, it is much. it is pretty stunning to track actually um obviously candace having had this conversation with the tory royalty that is her in-laws i think i can guess how that went um to me, the thing that's strikingly obvious is she says women are too emotional to be in politics, and yet is one of the most vocal supporters of probably the most emotional president in history, the guy who openly mused about raining fire and fury upon North Korea, who absolutely must send out his 2am toilet tweets so we can all know his feelings. Um, it's a bullshit take backed by nothing but misogyny, and it's also interesting with the background that in 2020, Candace Owens announced her intention to run for office either in the senate or as governor but that she'd only run against an incumbent democrat not a republican uh, she didn't mention where or when she'd be doing so um, in 2021 she also tweeted about a potential 2024 presidential run though she's currently 34 so she'd literally just about make the minimum age requirements by november next year um Mm, yeah, that seems to be oh, on hold. You want to see how much this now. country still hates a black woman? You want to you want to play with play that game again? Good luck. Um, yeah, wow. well, you well, know, also, her, her god king up, is running, so yeah. Mm. I mean, like straight up, mm. emotions are fine. We all have feelings, yeah. And if you pretend that you have more or less feelings, like all of us have feelings all day, every day. Yeah, and we're supposed to. Yeah, that's literally how our brains work. No one is special or different or unique because they are hiding their feelings or that they are out of control of their feelings and then weaponize it at other people. Your mm -hmm. feelings are fine. Feel your feelings. Obviously, decision making needs to be reasoned and considered and make those decisions with compassion. Mm. Yeah, that's a good idea. But like... Acting like you don't have more or less feelings than another person is baby brain. You're a child. If you think that, like, 
Mm. you have less feelings and that makes you better. That's an insane thing. I honestly, I think that that's way too common as a discourse in general. That's, that's to say someone is dumb or incapable because they feel things strongly. Obviously Mm. I'm biased, but guess what? Literally every single one of us is biased. That's what a human brain does. So pretending that those things aren't true it's just a fool's errand. Yeah, no, it it it, it completely completely is, and and yeah. there's an there's let's an irony. Let's all function reality, and let's there's all accept an irony here because does. I I do think she's dumb, but I will I will get to why that is later. Um, you know, and 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 she thinks she's all unemotional and and cold and unfeeling. Um, okay. <laughs> she wishes. She what wishes. fucking yeah right? What fucking ever? Um. Thus far, Russell has been pretty intent on the whole love and compassion thing, possibly a hangover from their last interview. Uh, but next we hear a little bit more present-day brand start to leak through. I you know, agree with you that logic and rationalism are necessary for logistics, operations, and organization. You can't organize a society based on, I feel very jealous, or I feel very joyful, or I feel very sad. But when creating a vision, there has to be an emotional component. There has to be an acknowledgement that... that Humanity has some value, that that we are not just material blobs fighting for individual survival and making necessary pacts with one another, whether that's on a global scale or a communal scale or just the interrelationship between two people for our shared and mutual survival. So I don't think that emotion is a basis for government but it is the place from where we need to derive our vision so i don't think that it's uh, in any way ridiculous to suggest that kindness ought to be a part of politics and also i would say because i recognize what you're disputing and contesting there i think many of the people that purport to be advocating for kindness and compassion and for for example rights of previously or currently maligned groups are actually not doing that at all they're using those ideas to mask the same kind of corporatism authoritarianism (laughs) ability to censor ability to surveil ability to shut down that has always characterized authoritarianism whether it's from the right or the left or these new emergent terms like centralist and peripheral like there's no question that the the you know call them a leftist government if you will although it doesn't sort of fit with my terminology the current american administration are an authoritarian administration that they're about the imposition of power and control even the way that the war is discussed the conversation around the pandemic the sort of the shaming of people that won't sort of align with their perspective on cultural issues. For me, I don't see that as emotion. I see that as manipulation. Woo! Bit of a bit of a bramble there. Um, so let's kind of nailed at the end, but <laughs> uh, turn that back around towards uh, thyself uh-huh. and, and um, your cohort. So let's let's general, filter right? out. Let's filter out some of the COVID bullshit. And what Russell just said is that. Many of the people who purport to be advocating for previously or currently maligned groups are actually not promoting kindness and compassion at all, but are masking some corporatist, authoritarian, censor-happy agenda. And the US government has a problem with shaming people who won't align with their perspective on cultural issues. That's a weird one. Um, I have a problem. Who's, who's previous and who's current? Mm, this which is a question. Which of those groups is previous and which is... 
the I- Irish Americans, Italian Americans. Like, I think who do you think is? He, I know he, who he, he does, does, but he, that's a he, silly fucking thing to say. That's yeah, crazy. I, I I do have a problem with what he's saying as Candace Owens, you know, vigorously nods along um, because it's vague enough to be taken in a number of ways. But when you're talking to one of the most vocally bigoted people in the United States, these words have a specific meaning. Candace Owens is loudly anti-BLM, anti-Me Too, anti-women in general, one might argue, and viciously anti-LGBTQ+. And any time she gets a strike on YouTube for any of these things, which blatantly violate YouTube's terms of service, she cries foul about her freedom of speech and how the world is a great big sense of state out to get her. Um, what Russell is doing is agreeing. Much more carefully, albeit, but he's at least partially agreeing with her that these groups Candace hates aren't actually promoting kindness or compassion for their maligned groups, as he puts it, but are instead out to censor and silence people. Um, this is from the Before Times yet again, so I'm, I'm curious to see whether Russell starts hedging now a lot less. Um, after all, he's been demonetized from YouTube, and Rumble will let him say whatever he wants without consequence, so why hide at this point? Um, we shall see. Uh, I was picking up on that, too, as far as, like, the people can claim that this is, like, a debate between contrasting points of view, which it's fucking not. No. It's, it's grifter synthesis, but, like, (laughs) it... I'm here, I'm like, oh, y'all want to make this sound like a spirited back and forth, but mm-hmm. you're saying nothing. You're, like you're it's, saying the same thing. <laughs> r- yeah, you're saying the same thing, and it's it's uh, nothing of consequence, mm-hmm. and it's you're not debating it. There's no, like, counter positions. There's no, no clear positions No, pr- pretty much. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's... There's there's barely a, a point that they possibly disagree on, surely. I but, do but, wonder because mm. we've seen a little bit of Russell's fans and what they have to, to think and say, yeah, uh, which is always fun. fascinating. Um, it's true, but like I know that there have been previous, or I mean, like even Dawkins, like having mm. um, opposing views, and he's being like lauded for having opposing views. Like, at what point is he no longer gonna get points for having like, oh, Jordan, a debate with Jordan Peterson, or Candace Owens is so controversial and so counter to his narratives? It's such a boon to like, yeah, they no, can for, come for... together and find common ground, and they should do that, and everyone should, and just maintain the status quo and never ever think about anything. I mean, like, I'm wondering when he's just gonna be considered another right-wing pundit i wonder when that's yeah. gonna be a thing yeah i'm i'm curious as well like for for me i am i am much more fascinated when someone who purports to be left-wing comes on i'm like oh that's that's a rarity um you know and and that should say Has something um I'm <sighs> yeah i mean i mean if marianne williamson i can't no yeah. No, no. <laughs> see what I mean? You see what I mean? No. So, so when these, like, crystal ball, kind of like, but again, she panders to the right. Her her audience with breaking points is is predominantly white right wing. So it's like I've, uh, you're not selling you know? me. No, this me, is homie. this is the thing. Even even among the left wing guests that that come on, 
uh, who who say that they're left wing usually fucking aren't. Um, you know, it's 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 I not. Think Rain Wilson is probably the closest. I think so. Probably. He just seems like a squishy nice guy. <laughs> yeah, mostly you know? perhaps a bit misguided, but you know, right, I, uh, right. Um, you know, I, but but yeah, m m most of them who say that it's it's not kind of as egregious as RFK Jr. saying he's a Democrat. It's not usually that ridiculous. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, there, there there is usually a problem. Um, and 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 any time one of these fucking chuckleheads comes on, I'm I'm like, oh, left wing, interesting. Oh no, that fell off. Okay, um, you know, but yeah. pff, we'll see. We'll see what comes up with his. Um, yeah, yeah, you're. I mean, you're right. If it ever um, happens, I'll be mm, interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so Candace gets a little bit philosophical in this next clip. Right, exactly. So it's the manipulation of emotions. And I think, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I just think that I can arrive at the conclusion of our humanity logically. I don't need emotions to do that. I, I can uh, I logically deduce that we are human beings and that, of course, we shouldn't be doing things. We shouldn't be imparting evil on individuals. I don't, it's not because of an emotional aspect, but I don't think that we should be imparting evil. This is incredibly dumb, um, not least of all because the very concept of what is good and bad stems at least in part from an emotional response. Yeah. Uh, most most yeah. humans from a young age, no matter how or where they're raised, will feel bad if they harm another human being. Um, there is a... Yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, an animal especially sometimes. Um, there, there is a core set of moralities coded into us that can in various ways be manipulated or altered as we age, uh, particularly when people like Candace spend a good chunk of their time dehumanizing segments of the population to the point where it becomes okay to harm them because they're no longer human. Uh, but deep down, most humans know the difference between right and wrong because it makes us feel bad. Candace, however, doesn't seem to have much of that feeling left, which I think is proven by her saying we shouldn't impart evil upon others and then spending almost all of her time trying to win the gold medal at the Hate Olympics. And making mm. money off of it. Shitload of money making off it, that's for sure. Absolute shit ton of money. <sighs> um, next, we learn why Candace is the way she is. But yes, true. you're exactly right. What we're seeing right now is this authoritarian government across the world that are pretending to care about people, compassion, you know, wear a mask, save lives. Well, how could you not want to save lives? If you don't want to wear a mask, then you're a horrible person and you're trying to kill everybody. Um, and that's why I really think it's important to steel yourself uh, against that sort of a manipulation. And, and when you speak about that, though, they kind of frame you as a harsher person, which is something that I've definitely suffered in the media is that <laughs> this hardening of Candace Owens doesn't have a heart. Um, it's not that I don't have a heart. I just also have a brain. Um, and I'm, I'm very fearful of government encroaching into our personal lives. And I had done everything to insulate my family from that. And the best way to do that is to tether people um, to their brains and, and, you know, not saying more than their hearts, but just to remember that you do have a brain and you should use it. Oh, that doesn't even make any sense by the time she got to the end. She has that a was... brain. That explains it. God, I knew there was something I keep forgetting to use. Um, so, so Candace is very fearful of government encroaching into our lives, which is interesting. Um, did I also mention that somewhat predictably she's against reproductive rights for, for women and actively advertises anti-abortion awareness charities on her show? Um, just sick of the government encroaching into our lives, she is. Except your ovaries, of course, because that's just naturally where government belongs. Hmm. A little bit of a hypocrite, one might think. I, 
God is. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I mean, in the same <laughs> sentence, usually. Yeah. Like yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so <laughs> I, I gotta be like, hmm. I, I feel like she's a throwback almost. Hmm. Um, I didn't willingly listen to any Rush Limbaugh when I was growing up. Um, yeah. and I'm still thrilled that he's dead. Oh, what a good day. I still just remember, remind myself, Rush Limbaugh's still dead. When I'm really not, I'm feeling down, feeling blue, like, yeah, but Rush Limbaugh's still dead. Um, because she has like that turn of phrase, double speak down mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. a way that only like Rush Limbaugh kind of had, like, there is a, a psychotic right wing legacy she's tapping into. Yeah. And I mean, she's a black woman. So yeah. the yes, right true. is going to roll the motherfucking red carpet out for this one. Oh, yeah. And, and she, she's been she's been um, compared to Trump in her kind of unfiltered uh, sort of way. She's never been um, funny. I there is that. To. And and Sorry. way less charismatic, I think. Um, but, yeah. Also, no charisma whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and, but she's and, got the yeah. motor mouth. Like, she can yeah, keep talking yeah. and say things that, like, she can she can put buzzwords together. But yeah. like the 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 ability to confidently contradict yourself. Mm. sentence yeah. by sentence and the just confidence plugging through the confidence is something else that is very trumpian um that that is i think and, it's limbaugh the, the, i think it's a rush limbaugh thing because even alex jones's rush limbaugh impression isn't as good as like yeah. the rush commentator like maybe i can keep I'm, I'm talking just, about nothing for five hours every I just, day i'm uh, the, the the confidence i i i mean it's 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 unfounded it shouldn't be there um i i can tell you that um but i i am i am i don't know i'm, I'm almost jealous of it in a way i'm like you're 34 how can you be that certain of anything um genuinely the I don't, I don't get it. And she, she's been, she's been on this tip for quite a while as well. And she has always been, yeah, yeah, yeah. she has always well, been this confident and this certain. <laughs> it's like, what right. the fuck and is wrong with you? I just uh, think that, like, well, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like what her deal is, and maybe even try to gain some insight as to what her trajectory will be. Because, like, mm. Rush, Rush would, if Rush was around today, mm. he'd be just as big. He'd be just as huge. Um, like, uh, famous and mm -hmm. a big fat slob of a pillhead asshole, all of those things. Um, philanderer, just liar, pathetic, moron, miserable, uh, monster nightmare. Um, because like a lot of the conservative discourse is kind of patterned. It's just like people, it's like Ron, Ron DeSantis or like, or other, you know, like politicians trying to like be a version of Trump and they just can't do it. But there's mm. some like folks are like getting close or making their own version. And I feel like I'm hearing and Also, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I bet you didn't have to be exposed to any Rush Limbaugh at all when you were growing up. No, not a single, not, not an iota, it's not terrible. a single. Yeah. I think, I think my first exposure to Rush Limbaugh was probably in a Family Guy episode because he was in one of those. I remember that. I mean, certainly um, a cartoonish person, but like it's yeah. that kind of like the confidence, the consistency, and then the just, there's nothing in there but appealing to these like base instincts emotions if you mm -hmm. will because mm -hmm. i i don't hear 
there's a reason that she her star has been rising in this sphere for a long time. And I wonder, I mean, it's not, you know, it's never just one thing. And I'm just wondering how to deal with it and what to expect out of this person, you know, the, and yeah, where the, she's coming the, from. The, the, yeah, I, I think it, it can be hard to predict um, with her especially. And, and but we'll we'll get into why in a little bit, but um, but yeah, we we might have a tough time telling where she's. Uh, well, where she's I guess I'm go just next. listening for it then. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep keep an ear out. Um, so yeah. we're we're, we're going to skip ahead a little bit in the interview because she mostly just carries on down the same line of nonsense, um, and then Russell gets into asking an intentionally stupid question. It's empty, hollow political rhetoric isn't leading anywhere. Another thing, because you sort of, I guess it's fair to say that your position is generally a conservative, um, how do you feel generally. when issues such as free speech and a broad and general anti-war stance appear to now have become conservative issues there's been this extraordinary flip where the liberal peace nick cultural revolution let it all hang out their smoker doobie man party has become the party of have a war don't question a war don't talk about potential peaceful or diplomatic solutions and obviously when it comes to censorship the you know the liberal democratic left are it appears more sensorial based on the relationships that have been demonstrated between them and uh, the sort of social media sites for example and their use of various deep state agencies to control narratives and in fact excuse me just the continuum of censorship across successive administrations Snowden onwards you know um so when the values like free speech and uh, you know, anti-war can become untethered from one side of the political aisle. What does that do to your position? And do you think it's a fair assessment to just acknowledge that these changes have taken place? Russell really needs to stop drinking gassy kombucha drinks during his shows. Like, the level of flatulence that we alone have documented is bordering on absurd. Um... The first thing I want to mention is an obvious slip from Brand, highlighting another instance where he's most probably way less fucking knowledgeable than he pretends to be. Um, I'm just going to bring the clip back a ways here. Around uh, here. Conservative issues. There's been this extraordinary flip where the liberal peace nick cultural revolution let it all hang out. They're the Cultural Revolution was the second reign of Chinese dictator Chairman Mao Zedong, during which millions of people died, either through being massacred or starved to death. Uh, China faced untold damages in almost every way imaginable from this decade-long campaign to purge the country, and this period is often compared to Hitler's Holocaust and Stalin's Great Terror. Russell, being seemingly oblivious, has clearly heard the phrase cultural revolution and for some reason lumped it in with the idea of being a peacenik in the 60s. <laughs> okay, girl. Well, yeah, and like, what he's identified. I mean, as, as the superficial mm. comparison that he's making is like, yeah. well, why are all these liberals not so liberal at all? Like, well, I mean, it's neoliberalism and also like you've identified the problem, which is capitalism again. Call me. What happened yeah. to the hippies? Fucking yeah. Reagan. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
The, the other thing annoying me about this clip is that he's making some Q-adjacent swings here without specifics. So he's saying that the liberal democratic left are working with social media companies and deep state agencies to control narratives and censor people, which I'd love for him to be clearer about because no that sounds fascinating. The deep um, state thing also I've noticed, and it has kind of like occurred to me since we started doing this podcast, is like, mm. just because it's too deep for you to reach with your understanding does not mean it's the deep state. <laughs> Just because it's too yeah. deep for you yeah. doesn't no, no, mean it's... that it's actually a deep state. No. Usually it's just a couple, like, follow the guy on Twitter if he's still allowed uh, and is allowed to operate on Elon's Twitter, uh, the FOIA request guy. There's, like, two FOIA request guys. You want to find out? pretty much anything that's going on in the government that seemed clandestine but is now in the public record it's not hard yeah no ab ab absolutely absolutely way less sexy um, way more yeah. boring sorry yeah, pretty sorry much. about reality and and yeah, I'm, I'm afraid the state is actually pretty fucking shallow um and it's just dull um Capitalism. The larger, the larger point that capitalism. The huh? The larger point the brand is trying to make here is, of course, um, that oh, well, well, why is it suddenly bad to be anti-war? Um, and I'm I'm struck by this thought fairly often these days. But Russell is exactly the kind of person that would have been completely fine with Hitler invading Poland. Um, based on his stance with Ukraine, he would have said, "Hey." There's a peaceful diplomatic solution on the table. Just let Germany take over Poland. It's fine. Um, yeah. Fucking great. Okay, Russell. Yeah, sure. I mean... Mm. Yeah, that's, he's not anti-war. No. He's not anti-war. He's pro-Russia. Pro-Russia. Yeah. He's anti-Ukraine. Pro-Russia. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yep, that's it. Um, so that was all a bit of a bramble um, in which Russell just throws a bunch of shit against the wall and lets the guests decide what's going to stick to the conversation. So let's see hey, do what... Do they ever actually talk to each other at all? <laughs> there's, maybe, there's maybe one moment later on that we catch, but that's about it. Um, uh, yeah. Am I crazy? Well, part, part of, just felt talking to the corner of the room. <laughs> kind of, kind of, and and part part of it is the way that these interviews are set up because I, I don't know if you've noticed in some of them, um, where like the 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 ones done um digitally anyway, uh the the guest will will be speaking um but their mic won't be switched on for whatever reason, um so so we can so so you'll see their mouth moving. And you'll you'll catch it later on in, in this same interview. Okay, because um, I haven't noticed that, but also I'm not watching the whole. Like you're much more, you're in a position to call that out because yeah. I haven't seen a lot of it because yeah. you like the stuff that we actually cover is very small portions. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. absolutely believe you if that's the case. Yeah, um, no, it, it's also it, interesting. It, it it happens quite often, um, and you know it does kind of take away from any of the natural conversation kind of side of it that that, that could be there. It, it even and, happened with Ron DeSantis, if I remember rightly, um, which is which is kind oh, of crazy. That's right. Um, you know, once, just yeah. just just muting muting their mic whenever Russell is is speaking. You know that kind of thing. It's 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 bizarre. It's it's a really really strange tactic I, I i personally would rather have a little bit of cross talk a little bit of you know but but apparently that's not allowed at stay it's free with russell brand it's surprisingly comprehensible uh, um uh, uh, uh. I just maybe it's just me but I, like i mean it even you know i, I 
recording, you know, across time zones and through basically a glorified Zoom, obviously it's a challenge. No. Um, you know, we we go through it. We have to deal with that, like the challenges of it. And I'm using this as an example way beyond that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we mm -hmm. can still listen to each other and then respond. Oh no, it's 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 true. It it does seem <laughs> it does seem like they're talking at cross purposes. But I, I I do I do also think that another element of that is is Russell's um, style of questioning coming into play again. Uh, much yeah, like he's true. just done here, he will throw a bunch of shit out there and then the guest decides what they want to pick up on um, and will just yeah. riff, riff on that. And it might just be a phrase of the two-minute question that he's asked. You know? How do you even answer? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they, they just pick their favorites and, and go from there. Um, so so let, let, let's, okay. see, let's see which bit Candace decided to keep. Yeah, these changes are taking place. What I would say is the right is still very much pro-war as well. I mean, I think we saw this in the Republican debate stage where how many people were saying uh, you had Pence, you had Nikki Haley. And this is why we talk about the military industrial complex, because it encompasses the left and the right. But speaking outside of the political players and just to the individuals. Yeah, I think what's ha happening is I've tried to actually assess it is people that are left-leaning have actually always been emotional. Um, and so what's oh, happened, really? though, is the emotional <laughs> arguments are now being transpired to make them support things that they've never supported in the past, right? So it, it still works, you know, if, if you're saying, you know, end the war in Vietnam, you, you know, there's emotions, let's let's end the war, hippies, okay, we want this to be over. And now you're saying, well, no, 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 go to war, because think about the Ukrainian children, think about, you know, what, how awful Putin is. It's still a hijacking of emotions, but the end result, I think, is actually different. So they haven't necessarily changed. They've perhaps grown more emotional. Or I would say the media has grown just increasingly so focused on emotions all the time that they're not even thinking. It's just how could you not feel bad for the Ukrainian children? How could you be so awful that I you mean, don't want to yeah. send billions? Yeah. Who cares if there's no accounting? It's kind of going into a black hole and, we, and we're giving <laughs> no. less to the people that are in Maui. Uh, you know, Fuck it's off. it's your job to constantly care about something. Here is the current thing that you Maui. need to care about. How big is Ukraine? Here is the current thing you need to care about. That sounds familiar. Um, now uh -huh. that it's been a while, has anyone shot any cans of Bud Light lately? Or uh, protested a drag queen story time? Or ah, the left. The left has always been or too emotional. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's sexy M&M. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the yeah, left has always been... Yeah, over uh, a cartoon is also emotional. Sorry. It's, it's uh, horny emotions. That's um, really... <sighs> the left is just too emotional, damn it. Uh, <laughs> Saying so, that you shouldn't be emotional about, like, and the Vietnam War. Yeah. People were pretty emotional yeah. watching their, like, friends yeah. and and colleagues and classmates yeah. getting blown to smithereens and like yeah. and having people. to also blow other people to smithereens it's you're allowed to be as upset yes. as you as you feel people were emotional about iraq that was fucked up as well i was extremely um, emotional about it yeah. and i was also right that we yes. were right and we were emotional like that you can that be too. emotional and right that shit Ooh, i am so yeah. over like this particular thing, I know, shocker. <laughs> I'm gonna be defensive about being emotional. But like it's mm. it's there is a degree to where like accessing your feelings about a topic, but still being able to understand it and articulate how you there's a superpower in that. 
Yeah, like, no, it's true. It's true. You, you, I think have have witnessed enough of my articular outburst, which I was absolutely taught about from the young ones. I was conditioned from a young age to have articulate outbursts at, as best I possibly could, <laughs> or at least really entertainingly insulting ones. Mm. Um, I, I mean, it just it's it's fucking fine to feel your feelings. In fact, yeah. it's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot no. of emotional, quote unquote, emotional decision making is compassionate and does make sense and True. makes you especially the kind that she's talking about yeah like you identify <laughs> with humanity like it it, yeah. it reminds you of your humanity and even if you have to make tough decisions you it should hurt it should feel difficult mm. and then you can make those tough decisions well, even if you're in your feelings, if you yeah. practice, yeah, yeah. because if you don't ever acknowledge your feelings, then you can't control them. How could you control them if you don't even acknowledge that they're there? Well, I, I think I'm getting to the bottom of her conception of what emotions are. And it it does seem to be... Disagree with her. That sounds like... Yeah. To Candace Owens, anger is not an emotion. Uh, so she can spend all day whipping up as much anger and hatred as she wants because that doesn't count. Um, and that also fits with her conception of women being more emotional than men. Whereas in reality, the patriarchy has ensured that the only emotions men are allowed to express safely in a public forum are aggressive ones. Um, but if those aggressive emotions don't count as emotions, then sure, men are less emotional than women. Um, I'm sure that's why suicide amongst men is orders of magnitude more likely than women. It's the lack of emotion. Um, anyway, all that said, uh, she's quite happy for Putin to invade a sovereign country and do whatever the hell he wants, just like Russell's. So good for her for being a Russian asset, I guess. Mm. Mm. Are they doing it for free? Are well, this is the question. Free? This is the question. I don't, if they are, then they're fucking idiots. I know. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, they, they will be making Your money off, off the... Your Soros check show up, by the way? Mine's, mine's late. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no. um... Okay. Can I say, yeah. Yeah. as far as where the money comes from, yeah. we've been accused, I think, uh, a few, a handful of times, only because this is really funny to me, that with a couple, like, 200-ish dollars a month on our Patreon, um, someone or a couple of people have accused us of money laundering. They have to be money laundering. Yeah, I think we're money laundering <laughs> and that we're grifters. And I'm like... <laughs> Money laundering with two hundred money, la money laundering is is that's I a fascinating one. I would make more money. <laughs> I would make yeah. way more than two hundred ish dollars a if I spent a month picking money up off the ground and physically washing it. I would make more <laughs> than we do a month on Patreon. That like, is current. That is isn't that accurate. adorable? Yeah. For I I have to assume it's a child. I don't know, like. It's it's just, very it's just like the reverse who, of Lucille Bluth. People like who how just much could don't a banana understand cost? Words. Ten dollars? How much it's... could a banana cost? Half a penny? Like mm -hmm. I just what how much do you think it costs to live as an adult? How, people what? people who what? don't understand words and apparently we're I guess the we're, not. we're the we're so the bourgeoisie silly. to these people. So what we the are, how how the fuck are we supposed to <laughs> so bourgeois? <laughs> yeah. I'm not poor, psychotic, white trash. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Sure, 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 sure. I just, it's, I, I don't, 
Again, I'm 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 99% sure that both you and I have lived below the poverty line for most yeah, of no. our lives. Well, <laughs> for, and I mean that like yeah. That's, it's, it doesn't even need to be a competition or an, no, you know, no, no, like it doesn't. No, 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 it, it's, like, it's not a competition. <laughs> Race to the bottom. A shitty uh, fucking competition. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, man, because also what they talk, I think what is amazing to me is how much they talk about Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, and mm. say fucking nothing. I'm feeling very Hunter Biden's laptop about it at this point, which honestly, yeah. like, yeah. that is still our government is still talking about it. Mm-hmm. I haven't show me. A, I don't even care. If, like, show me a laptop. Show me one. Show me the physical item. Well, I mean, I'm not sure ever. they can do that, but they can show you Hunter Biden's junk. Would that do? Uh, eh. No. <laughs> Damn. Okay. No. That's actually quick, everybody. Next slide of proof. Really terrible. <laughs> and you shouldn't put that. You should you blow really that should. up and bring it into Congress. <laughs> that's 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 imp- that's that's a, an impropriety uh, on the part of the person that did that. But you know, like, do, does anyone does anyone know whether he's got a particularly nice one? Is is you know, is it something where he can at least be? Well, I've got a good dick. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure they're mad if it if he does. I and and I, like I guess the point is like that I'm trying to make is like mm. the Ukraine cudgel is so yes. like it is making my brain turn off at this point when they talk. It, it's 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 to the level of like the Hunter Biden left. Like y'all have said literally nothing. Yeah. Even like the you know our last episode where he was like citing actual reporting like. Just say a real thing about. Well, I mean, at uh, th- th- that any, point, I know, it was, I know, that's way yeah. too much to ask. But I'm just like, why do you have to keep saying the same thing over and over? It's just like, it's yeah, just dumb. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It is. I'm it is incredibly stupid. It's incredibly stupid. Um. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. What else you got? Well, 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 next, Russell is mad that his free speech isn't important. When it comes to the subject of free speech, when it was the when it was we were talking in the 1960s or whatever about civil rights movement, pro women, gay, uh, different uh, ethnic minorities or cultural groups, when it was the, them spearheading that that's a cultural movement, their free speech was important. And now I think free speech is I mean, these are what the point of principles is, is they transcend a, a, a an immediate agenda, isn't it? It's like you don't your principle doesn't just sort of shift depending on what your objective is. Oh, I don't like war. Oh, actually, I do like war. Okay, so um, in the sixties, the civil rights movement, gay people, and women's free speech was important when it was them spearheading that cultural movement. Their speech was important. So why is his freedom of speech not equally important? And of course, how is it possible that people can believe fighting one war is bad and a different one is good? I don't think I really need to explain the difference between an offensive war and a defensive war to Russell. He knows. He knows the difference. He knows that Putin is an autocratic dictator. He's come close to saying it on his show. Um, He just doesn't care because this line earns him way more money from his alt-right audience and has the side benefit of cozying him up to Russia where he might get some of that sweet, sweet propaganda money if he isn't already. Mm. I'm annoyed that I'm hoping they're getting a paycheck. Yeah, right. Because they might not be. They they might not be. It it might just all just be just 
parroting the 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 well, just benefiting yeah like contributing yeah. to the milieu that is beneficial to them specifically obviously yeah. but like yeah 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 it, it, it to... absolutely could just be that at which point that's just sad i mean come on like if it, to, especially to go at it this hard and this often fuck me like if you're not getting paid, you know, who gives a shit? Yeah, Plus, you know, if you were Russell, getting, like a, a, the occasional like five grand transfer from from Moscow at yeah, least from the Kremlin. Come on, like, R- Russell probably should be cozying up to Russia uh, at this point because he might need to escape at some point soon. <laughs> so you know, I I would uh, uh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, I feel next. like he'll do it here. I feel like he'll be here. He'll be fine, which sucks. It's definitely possible. Uh, next, we we get some mental gymnastics going on. And it seems that what's happened is that war has become packaged in quite unique ways. And, as, and I, I agree with your analysis that it's emotionally packaged. But what... Um, it appears what the, the the genuine power behind it appears to be an ulterior or transcendent power, depending on your perspective. Uh, in specifically, the military industrial complex are able to make sure that the American project remains a military one for economic rather than ideological reasons. And I reckon, I suppose that that's a rational discourse and a rational analysis. But for me, it comes from an emotional place because I think. It isn't right to kill people and use violence as a way to resolve is disputes. It? So it's a sort of a fusion is of it? both emotion and rationale. Because if you know, because rationale can lead to genocide, brutality, and so can emotion. So you know, I wonder what you thought about that little moral snake's nest I flung your way. He thinks he's doing so well. Uh, the cognitive dissonance here is outrageous. Um, so it's wrong to it's kill people to and and yes, no, it is. It's 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 wrong to kill people and commit violence to resolve conflicts. Tell me that again when you're not pinning a screaming woman down, Russell. Um, uh-huh. It's wrong. It's wrong to kill people, and yet Putin's invasion of Ukraine and murder of thousands of Ukrainians, including bombing hospitals, is completely fine and justified. Um, if pressed on the subject i've little doubt he would weave conspiracy after conspiracy about how it wasn't really hospitals and how nato somehow set putin up or whatever but if he truly believes any of what he said then i sincerely hope he is deeply deeply depressed at having to spend so much of his time defending a murderer and genocide attempter yeah or even just gay people in russia yeah yeah gay people what's happening to gay people in russia Nothing right good. <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing good at all. Mm-hmm. So come on. Like so. Yeah. So where where do we think that Candace Owens is gonna land on what Russell has just said? Oh my god, who knows? <laughs> I hope she gets a little mad. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right, let's let let's let's She's find just out. Snooze so far. <laughs> let's find out. No, I actually I totally agree with you. And then no, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Against even. From the very beginning, day one, it's like we just pulled out of Afghanistan. Now you're telling us that we need to all focus on Ukraine. And, and the American mindset is is kind of being set to believe that we constantly have to be worrying about everybody else's problems, right? That if you say, okay, we have plenty of problems here on our own, why don't we focus on those, that you're somehow rotten and you're somehow backwards. And again, there's no accounting for it. You think about you've got IRS agents that can, God forbid, you send $200 on PayPal. You know, you can be fined by the IRS. I can log into my bank account and I can see every single charge. But we have no idea where billions of dollars are going into a black hole. And it's very obvious that there are kickbacks and the 
and this is why the politicians want to keep these wars going. Big I mean, swing. that to me is just Big a swing. rational, logical conclusion that most people don't see when the current thing arrives. Okay, so that's a logical, rational conclusion that's not based on any emotion at all. Ah, bullshit. Um, the emotion specific to what she's saying is betrayal. The feeling of having been betrayed by politicians lying and or cozying up to various industries for profit. Uh, that betrayal is a feeling or an emotion. It's, it's a pretty potent one. And it's the only thing backing up her claims here because she has no evidence for the things she's saying. It just feels true based on how she feels um mm -hmm. logical and rational my lily white ass uh also, there is some pretty detailed accounting available for how and where the money towards the Ukraine war is going. Um, if I wanted to prove a point, I could regale you at length about the number of various types of tanks, missiles, mortars, and anti-aircraft systems being sent over by the US government, or how many billions are going to what specific portions of military assistance, what's going towards economic support, and what kind, and what's going to humanitarian aid, but I suspect that might beleaguer the point somewhat. Um, um, it's fair to say that the information is all out there within fairly easy reach after a simple Google search, but doing so wouldn't serve Candace's narrative, so um, she'll just throw that by the wayside, I guess. Well, and if you really want the Pentagon to be audited and to be um, to have a full accounting of their budget, which they don't, mm. um, then you should go after the conservative Warhawk politicians that have blocked any legislation or any investigation of the Pentagon's budget. If that's her real complaint, which I doubt it is, mm -hmm. then I know where you can direct your attention. But I don't think that's what she means. I it is think... interesting that she could just say, like, it's just a black hole of money, even though, like, I've seen breakdowns of the money that's, yeah, like, readily... Yeah. In my yeah. social media feed, yeah, it's not hard to find. Yeah, no, no, it's it's very clear. I think there there are there are links from various news sites from from fucking foreign policy for from from all over the place. You can you can find these breakdowns. Um, yeah. it's really it's not really hard easy. to find. Yeah. Um. So now I'm I'm gonna need to preface this next clip by saying that Candace Owens has a habit of. Whenever she is discussing the trans community, she instead refers to us as pedophiles. Uh, it makes her talking about getting censored quite confusing. Oh, really? YouTube would suspend you for talking about pedophiles? No, of course they wouldn't. Um, it's the repeated vitriol and hate being directed towards the trans community she keeps getting strikes for, and uh, it does become somewhat obvious why. So wait, what do you think about YouTube uh, censorship then? Candice? I absolutely hate it. Um, I've, I'm on a ban right now. I'm always in trouble with YouTube. And it, what's, what's really surprising in, in your earlier question about whether or not they're pushing mainstream talking points, I think it's much more nefarious than that. Um, it's really scary. Uh, the groups that they allege are protected, at, I think all of my strikes I've ever gotten on YouTube are all pertaining to the topic of pedophilia. And they try Trans to say, people. well, you can't talk about mm. pedophiles if you know, they're gay or if they're trans, even though we're reporting on actual news stories and talking about what's actually happening. And for me, it's not a battle that I'm willing to give up. So I continue to talk about it and I endure these strikes and these periods because I'm a parent now. So this is not, this isn't one category 
that I'm not going to say, well, just find me on a different platform and we'll talk about it. It is something that needs to be talked about. There's obviously been an explosion of pedophilia light, as I like to call it. What's happening in the school systems in America. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if it's as prominent in the UK school systems and you, you can let me know. But this this agenda operating under the guise of LGBTQIA, by the way, um, tacking on extra letters in, in this is what happens. These social justice movements never end, right? It's the NAACP. Uh, okay, now you have the same rights as white Americans. Oh, but now we have another battle to endure. It's against the police officers. Uh, glad. All we want is gay marriage. Love is love. The second you get gay marriage, suddenly you're like, well, what about trans bathroom signs? Oh, okay, now we've got the trans bathroom signs. Well, we need to make sure that children are allowed to pick their gender in the classroom. It's never ending. And I don't understand what two gay men wanting to be in a relationship has anything to do with my children being enrolled in a school and needing to learn about, you know, 26,000 genders that don't exist. And as a parent, this is like that. This is my hill to die on. So, you know, the YouTube censorship surrounding that topic makes me very uncomfortable. Good. Um, so she doesn't understand what two gay men wanting to be in a relationship has to do with her children in a classroom. I will happily clear that up for you, Candice. Um, this may shock you, but once those two gay men were children. They were children who didn't understand why they felt different or weird. They most likely were unaware that loving someone of the same gender was even an option, or if they were aware of it, it was because the very concept of being gay was used in a casually derogatory way. Children were taught very early on that it was a bad thing to be gay, and it doesn't even have to have been someone saying it explicitly. I personally have plenty of vivid memories from my own childhood of adults and other kids responding with disgust to the the very idea of two men kissing. Oh, yeah. uh, the effect oh, yeah. that this can have on a person's self-perception is damaging to the extreme, to the point where LGBTQ plus youth are four times as likely to attempt suicide than their heteronormative peers. The Trevor Project estimates that more than one point. 8 million LGBTQ plus youth ages 13 to 24 seriously consider suicide each year in the US. That's 45% of the total consider suicide each year, including more than half of transgender and non-binary youth, and at least one attempts suicide every 45 seconds. The black transgender and non-conforming community has been found to face discrimination to a higher degree than the rest of the trans community, which is due to the intersection of racism and transphobia. A survey by the National LGBTQ Task Force found that among the black respondents, 49% reported having attempted suicide. 49%. 41% of respondents reported homelessness at some point in their lives, which is more than five times the rate of the general U.S. population. And because of people like Candace Owens, LGBTQ plus youth are much, much more likely to face rejection from their parents and families. In a survey conducted by the Trevor Project of nearly 34,000 LGBT youth, those with supportive families reported a suicide attempt rate that was less than half of those without supportive families. In a sample of 84 transgender youth, those that reported being strongly supported by their parents had a 93% lower suicide attempt rate. That's a 14-fold difference. Small sample size, but still. Um, They know all that stuff. And black trans women have like, in some areas of the country, have like a life expectancy of like 35 or 40 years old. Yeah, yeah. Like on average. It's, 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 It's crushing. 
it's absolutely nightmarish. It's absolutely nightmarish. And like, and it's funny. I'm noticing it more with Candace Owens and like with Russell Mm. is like, she's listing all these things that like, clearly they're like conservative dog whistles, Mm. but she's like listing all these things without like, she's kind of letting the, like allowing the audience to fill in the anger because she doesn't want to seem angry. Because if she's not yeah. angry, she wins, I guess. Yeah, maybe, um, yeah. Say whatever you want. But if you're calm, then you're right. Because you are stupid. Um, the dog whistles, I was, I'm was, i like, I'm not responding to them. So I'm just like, yeah, no, gay marriage, cool. Like, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing yeah. such a different statement mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I, I mean, beyond like the pedophiles thing, because I'm like, oh, you're talking about youth pastors? Is that, did you, mm-hmm. did yeah, you get videos taken just... down about youth pastors or? Well, well, so <laughs> one of, one of her audience in one of her podcasts asked her, um, like, oh, isn't there a problem in the, in the Catholic church, you know, and, and, and I don't know, maybe less so in the Protestant church, but definitely in the Catholic church, you know, of, of, no, the of the, of this it's happening. and. And what what she said was, oh well, I think that's a problem of of gay men entering the priesthood. That's what the problem is. Um, so yeah. And, so and just we'll, not basing, yeah, not basing I it mean, in reality at learn, all. If you um, never learn the reality, and if you never learn the statistics of what yeah. is actually happening out in the world, well, then the, you never is... have to confront the reality again. Our last off-brand episode, I can mm-hmm. I, I outline pretty clearly what where the actual uh, pedophile and sexual assault epidemic is happening. Yeah, and it's not within not where she says. Um, but where where do schools come in, right? Because that's that's where Candace is apparently taking the most issue. Um, okay, so she's a, she's a parent now, so now she cares. <sighs> So, for a start, having at least one accepting adult can reduce the risk of a suicide attempt among LGBTQ young people by 40%. That's one adult, 40%. Um, And if you're not finding that person at home, there's a chance that you might find them at your school. Studies show that LGBTQ youth who report the presence of trusted adults in their school have higher levels of self-esteem and access to supportive peers is protective against anxiety and depression, including among those who lack support from their family. And there's literally nothing surprising about any of this, but according to a study from 2003, normalizing education about sexualities and genders can help prevent adolescents from resorting to suicide and suffering with drug abuse, homelessness, and many psychological problems. Mm-hmm. Like, because, of course, fucking duh. Um, I don't know whether Candace Owens knows these facts. I don't. The bigger question is, if she did know them, whether she would give a fuck. Um, there's a part of me to know. No, it doesn't seem that way. Um, there's a part of me that hopes that one of her kids ends up somewhere on the LGBTQ plus spectrum because perhaps it would force her to confront the reality of what queer youth has to go through. But I'm not sure I can hope for that wholeheartedly because no queer youth deserves being raised in an environment with such abject hatred for who they are. Yeah. And the last thing I want to address is, is Candace's claims that any social justice movement is never ending. So women, you can get the vote. You know, what what, what more do you want? You know, you can vote now. Black people, ah, so you get murdered by cops at disproportionate rates, but you can use the same water fountains as us now. So what's the big deal? Um, 
Candace either has a complete lack of understanding of what equality or equity is, or more likely, a deliberate and intentional presentation of ignorance to these facts. Uh, taking one step down the path of equality does not mean you've magically come to the end of the path and everything's now equal. Um, it doesn't work like that, and Candace knows that, I think. Because uh, oh, yeah. oh, one, yeah. one interesting tidbit about her career is that back in 2015, uh, she was the CEO of Degree 180, a marketing agency that included a blog written by Candice and some other commentators. That year, she wrote a column describing the, quote, batshit crazy antics of the Republican Tea Party, um, and finished with, quote, the good news is they will eventually die off peacefully in their sleep, we hope, and then we can get right on with the obvious social change that needs to happen immediately, unquote. In 2016, the same blog featured a piece mocking Donald Trump's penis size. So what happened? Where was the pivot? Well, you don't have to look very hard. Um, in 2016, Candace launched a website called socialautopsy.com, where she said she'd expose internet bullies by tracking their digital footprint and encouraging users to take screenshots of offensive posts and send them to the website where they'd be categorized by name. According to the Daily Dot, quote, people from all sides of the anti-harassment debate were quick to criticize the database, calling it a public shaming list that would encourage doxing and retaliatory harassment, unquote. Uh, people on both sides of the aisle thought it was dumb and bad. In a response, uh, some people began posting Candace's private details online, doxing her. On top of that, Candace began to receive abusive and racist messages through the email associated with the Kickstarter account, she had, uh, Kickstarter account she had set up to fund social autopsy. And it was here that the pivot came, because with zero evidence, she laid the abuse squarely at the feet of Zoe Quinn, the original victim of Gamergate. Uh, Quinn had gotten in touch with Candace to voice concerns about social autopsy and also to warn Candace of the dangers she herself faced from the Gamergate community. Um, they spoke on the phone, it didn't go well, and within a short time frame, Candace was on the receiving end of a torrent of abuse. By the next morning, Candace had convinced herself it was all Zoe Quinn's doing, and she was a liberal, so by all accounts, really, it was liberals that were the problem. Um... She said at the time, quote, everything happened all at once. Things don't go viral like that, okay? It wasn't viral, it was contained. It was contained within one community, the gaming community. That's not how viral works. Viral's viral, unquote. Um, to which I say, Candace, you're dumb. Um... She showed a clear misunderstanding of how trolls work, especially as the Kickstarter was posted by someone to 4chan, and is anyone particularly surprised at what came after? No. Um, just, just Candace. Well, well, almost just Candace. You see, a bunch of journalists picked up on the story and mostly spent their time mocking Candace's idea for being dumb and bad, and Candace herself for being dumb and not understanding the internet. However... The only publication that wrote the story from her point of view was Breitbart. Mm. She's quoted as saying, It changed everything for me. Before that, she believed that Breitbart, which has a history of peddling alt-right bullshit views, uh, was a white nationalist, white supremacist, racist publication. That's what Candace ding, had previously ding. thought. Fucking bang on the ding, money. Ding, ding. <laughs> but from there, after they defended her, she started reading it every day. 
She devoured works by uh, conservative economist Thomas Sowell, uh, listened to interviews with libertarian radio host Larry Elder, watched speeches from free market theorist Milton Friedman. Mm. She turned on Mm. Fox News for the first time. Meanwhile, Trump's anti-media rhetoric and broad allegations of fake news were doing pretty fucking well, and Owens found herself nodding along. In 2017, she said, quote, I became a conservative overnight. I realized no, that didn't. liberals, liberals were actually the racists. Liberals were actually the trolls. Social autopsy is why I'm conservative, unquote. Fucking hell. Um, no, you didn't. No, you didn't, girl. No, that was you the whole time. You have nothing inside of you except for greed. That's what you want. <laughs> That's what you are. You're a gaping maw that needs greed. to constantly Ego. devour. Yeah. That's all you are. Human representation of the id. Um, I mean, that's just... <laughs> How obvious is this? Like, it's just so plain. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I wish hypocrisy yeah. mattered. I really do. Mm-hmm. Ever one time. It I doesn't... can tell you mm. no amount of fawning from conservatives, white supremacists, racists is going to win me out. I mean, you know what? I, no. I can tell you no. in my 20s. It wouldn't have either. That, it's not just because no. I'm old. No, no. They could they could give me a shitload of money, and I'd still be like, "Ha! You're a bunch of cunts." Um, I mean, you I've, know, I've I've actively like had to leave successful aspects of my life that it, to, you to know, avoid not for, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for uh, my own principles and not yeah, like I, girl, that's yeah. <laughs> That's not the right way to live. Don't you do it. Flip flopping little shit. Um, yeah. Now, in the next clip, we get back to the awful trans hating nonsense, um, which Russell asks a question about. That said, I want you to keep in your mind that Russell Brand groomed and sexually assaulted a 16 year old girl when he was 30 years old. What do you imagine is the agenda of those you oppose? What do you genuinely think is the reason? Because, you know, I know the kind of stories you cover. I know how it would be reported in some portions of the media. People would say, oh, like misgendering and things like that. And uh, you know me, right? That's not the sort of thing that I would ever do. If someone wants me to say something, you know, the same way as I call someone mister or doctor or whatever, if they ask me to, someone says, call me, like whatever. I'm like, it's for me just because of that principle of kindness that I've previously mentioned. With the, with regard to this issue of, are you saying that you believe that paedophilia, like I, you know, obviously I think we both agreed that paedophilia is distinct and separate from other forms of, it's like it's, you know, it's a, a, a matter of abuse because it's a matter of consent and children can't offer consent, they're too young. It's just plain and simple abuse. So what is what do you think is culturally happening? Do you think that paedophilia is try- being normalised and to what end? To your end, Russ. Um, if paedophilia is abuse and children can't offer consent, why'd you do it? Hmm? Yeah. Um, to my ear, in, in that question, uh, it sounds as though Russell is aware that Candace is talking about trans people when she says paedophiles, and is trying to make it clear that paedophile is a separate and distinct thing. 
but he's doing so without actually naming the issue, which is uh -huh. nothing short of fucking cowardice. Yep. Um, he can present yep. himself as being free and loving and kind as much as he likes, and that may very well be the way he personally interacts with members of the LGBTQ plus community, but the bitter reality is that he then spends all of his time platforming and promoting the most vicious opponents to LGBTQ plus rights, like Candace Owens, Tucker Carlson, and Ron DeSantis, all of which have blood on their hands, either for their hateful rhetoric or, in DeSantis's case, the laws he's brought in as governor of Florida. In each case, there is little or no pushback to Russell's guests, and so this man is no more of a fucking ally than they are. I honestly, like, I do wonder what, like, 2013 Russell would say to her right now. Obviously, yeah. they wouldn't have never, they've never been in the same room. But well, I am curious because I do feel like they're like the self righteousness has always been with him. Yeah. And that's so, true. like, how that's would true. you react? Because, yeah, this is like you, uh, <laughs> your character and your integrity shows when the rubber hits the road. Mm. You don't you're you're not getting your medal tested when it's easy and when you're getting paid and when yeah. you're in this comfortable like easy breezy conversation like say something russell honestly i feel like that was genuine like discomfort mm. and he could have said something this is when you speak up yeah. when you yeah. know someone is is yeah. being hateful had he had he literally just just said the words trans people when he when he was saying pedophilia is separate and distinct from from he trans tra he, people he trailed off had he just said fucking from trans people i, I would have Are gone yes thank you good job trans people pedophiles yeah is that what yeah. you're saying yeah. yes or no and then make her answer yes or no and then disagree or agree depending on where the conversation goes that's like what an interview is and, and I she mean, would and answer I, yes but yeah well but i'm saying like mm. <laughs> How, yeah, that, that, that's, we that's know what this how should be. Are. It's what this should be. In, instead, of, I'm going to weasel my way out of it instead. And um, I'm glad that you brought up DeSantis because, and, mm -hmm. and his policies, because mm -hmm. we cannot forget that eroding the school system, citing the statistics that you just read off, mm -hmm. if you are eroding the school system and the protections that are provided sometimes from parents of children you know like from a kid's parents mm. then like like yeah there is blood on his hands yeah there's th like yeah. there is so much pain and anguish that these kids do not have to go through and like we've we we're past this and we're going yeah. we're sliding backwards and and keep an eye on the attack on the education system because that's where they're they're gaining ground and it's scary mm -hmm. and these kids don't need to be fed to the wolves it's not right I, oh mm -hmm. boy um in the next clip uh we get something that was debunked quite some time ago yeah, it absolutely is being normalized. I mean, they've already come up with another term for it. You're you're seeing college professors say that it sh this push that it should be called minor attracted people, that the word what? pedophilia. 
pedophilia is is not something that should be used. That's scary. You're, oh, you're scary. softening pedophilia. And when you see things of this nature, and then you take a look at the the books and why they're trying to introduce this to kids that are quite literally in kindergarten, first grade. I mean, you're talking about kids that are five, six, and seven years old. Why else would you want to talk to them about their private parts and their gender? It doesn't make sense. Teach my children arithmetic, teach them hard academics, you know, and it, it's not about being accepting because you have children. Could you imagine if every single thing that they said you wanted to affirm? I literally yesterday woke up and my son said he wanted to drive the big car. Yeah, it's important to tell my child, no, he can't drive a car. And so by trying to assign to say to kids, you actually are smart enough and you do have the autonomy separate from your parents to make decisions, what are we setting them up for? You know, <laughs> we're setting up the idea that you can, you're an adult, you're, you're a little adult and don't listen to your parents and your parents are backwards, which of course is the pedophilia thing is just going to be right behind it. And I've got my eyes on that. I really do believe that that's what's happening right now. Oh, your son wants to drive the big car. Does he stay up at night crying because every fibre of his being feels like he should be driving the big car and because nobody recognises that he's driven to suicidal ideation? Does he hate himself, his body and his own name because he's not allowed to drive the big car? Fuck off with this moronic comparison. Anyway, Candice is connecting two things that have zero connection because she's a malicious idiot. Um, there's not a push to call pedophiles minor attracted people. It's true that in 2021, Dr. Alan Walker, uh, an assistant professor in sociology and criminal justice at Virginia's Old Dominion University, said the phrase minor attracted person or MAP carried less stigma than the term pedophile, adding that having an attraction to minors doesn't mean the person is doing something wrong as long as it isn't acted on. Quote, from my perspective, there is no morality or immorality attached to attraction to anyone because no one can control who they're attracted to at all, unquote. He was talking in response to the book A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People in Their Pursuit of Dignity. Primarily, he was researching pedophiles, um, in his words, in hopes of gaining understanding of a group that previously has not been studied in order to identify ways to protect children. Um, he was then put on administrative leave and ultimately had to resign. Um, really? Now, yeah, because because of this, when this came out, there were protests, there was fears for his safety, um, there were all kinds of things. Now, there is probably a conversation that should be had somewhere uh, about the distinction between someone who is attracted to children and someone who sexually assaults children. Yep. But the key point is that no one is saying that the first thing isn't a problem. Like societally, having adults who are sexually attracted to children is a problem. The issue is, if there's a lack of a safe space for these people to come forward and seek treatment and help of any kind, they're going to deal with this on their own. And that is almost certainly going to either lead to many more cases of children getting sexually assaulted when this person finally snaps, or it's going to lead to their death probably by suicide. There's also another important distinction in that many people who have sexually assaulted children aren't attracted to children. Studies have shown that the main driving force behind sexual assault, particularly with children, is actually the power imbalance, not necessarily the physical attraction. This might ring some bells with Russell's behaviour. In any case, Candace uses this whole conversation to instead link it to whether children should be taught the absolute basics of sexuality and gender when they're young. Oh, it's a lot. Um, well, they should be taught so consent. Well, mm -hmm. Seth Russell and that's should. what they have a problem with, which is fucking outrageous. And I, especially well, like this, 
So the yeah, the there's I think I don't remember if it's Denmark, but I mean mm. one of the Scandinavian countries is like trying to start a program where they can help people who have pedophilic tendencies that are alarmed by them and yeah i think I, saw, I think i saw something like i, th I think honestly i think we have a th we have a similar thing here i think there is i think there is a number you can call i think that it is a thing that we have every because in america it should be everywhere <laughs> like there is yeah. no there's no real option because if you yeah, like yeah. If, if you especially if something has happened as a result of the feelings mm. then that's illegal and you're going to go to jail and you're going to yeah. be like, I mean, it's that there's no like, I, I think it might have been at the end of this podcast, Hunting Warhead, which was difficult to listen to, but it was also really interesting. Um, and it's also really important. Um, and, but yeah, they're like the way that you deal with this is not hiding it. The mm. way that you address pedophilia in society is not by ignoring it and just saying like ooh yuck and 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 just like turning away from it just like your feelings if you just ignore them you can't address they get worse. any of it it just <laughs> yeah. gets worse it gets the worse the problem doesn't get addressed it gets worse people also like misunderstanding the concept allows mm. misinformation to proliferate yep Yep, it's a that, cycle that, that, that needs to that be stopped. Simple. Yes, and and the uh, the only way to do it is say, look, please come forward, and and we will help you, um, and we we will we will help you and make sure that 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 you know bad things don't happen. Um, and and yeah. that that is the only way we can deal with this. Uh, otherwise, it's just gonna get fucking worse. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, scary. as to as to her points with with schools, like I. I I had to look at you know what 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 is actually being taught at what ages and in what states right so I've I've had some help here from the Gutmacher Institute who are a reproductive health charity and I've got a breakdown of what state allows what and when um, firstly let's deal with the age issue sex education doesn't seem to be happening in any states prior to fifth grade so when kids are like ten eleven and even then the aim is to uh, to understand that different sexualities exist and to help prepare kids for puberty. Um, not really going into details about sex or any of that yet. Just, just hey, you've got this big thing coming and it might feel weird. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not overly clear what Candace is referring to when she says five and six-year-olds are being taught sexuality or are being asked about their genitals because I've not found anything. Uh, she's lying. It, yeah, she's lying. yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, that or it could very well simply be the fact that gay men and women exist and having to explain to a kid that sometimes love is between a daddy and a daddy. But... Who knows with this woman? Um, fun thing to kick off. Did you know that only 28 states in the US mandate sex education? And of those 28, only 21 of them mandate discussion of contraception? Mm -hmm. I am honestly quite surprised that the US hasn't just become a giant fucking Petri dish at this stage. Uh, <laughs> 21 uh, states! Woo! Um... That is um, that is playing it fast and loose, um, and eliminating Planned Parenthood is is uh, yeah at the same time brilliant, the fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, because conservatives think that Planned Parenthood is just a fucking abortion factory. When no, that's where you get any like, especially like anybody under thirty, anyone that is uninsured or underinsured. Guess mm -hmm. what? If you have an STI, if you have 
any reproductive health issues, man or a woman or a, or a, a who's he, what's he, anybody in between, that's where you go. Yep. That was the yep. only healthcare that I had access to for a vast amount of my adult life is Planned Parenthood mm -hmm. because they usually like have a sliding scale like and you can and I mean women need to like women have reproductive health needs yep just by existing yep and that's yep. the only place that we can get only place that we can get it yeah very exactly. often and they're um, closing left right and center with oh my god mm -hmm. uh, so bad in the u.s only 15 states require discussion of sexual orientation in sex education so that's 15 out of um, of those 15 states, 11 of them are inclusive in their teachings, uh, but discussion of sexual orientation in the classroom is banned in Kentucky. And in Florida, Iowa, Mississippi, and Louisiana, they're allowed to discuss other sexualities, but only negative information is allowed to be shared about them. That's which insane. Is fucking insane. And so much worse than just banning it. At that point, I'd go the way of Kentucky. Just don't fucking talk about it. Like, Jesus. Like, that's, it, 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 how it's is mad. that even in legislation? It's written, Honestly, it's, exactly. that's unbelievable to me. It is insane. It can it only be negative. Insane. Yes. Yes. How the fuck is that legal? Well, how? Okay. Mm. But here's the thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know states' rights and all that bullshit, but come on. No, 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 I know. Well, you're, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, there's, this is mm -hmm. a deep well because mm -hmm. with, um, I know in Missouri, if you go and you get an abortion at the two clinics that are still open in the state, if they even still are, yeah, they are required to tell you by law a whole set of things Oh yeah, that yeah, are yeah, lies. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. government mandated yeah. lies about yeah. your pregnancy and about abortion. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, a big thing. It's a big fucking thing. They just have thing. to lie. Yeah. So I'm sure it's the same kind of just like maybe backwards maybe. ass harebrained it's, it's bullshit. Completely, completely that's handed insane. down from some yokel in a state house. I mean, in the Missouri so you, state you, house. You, let you, me you, tell you, you would think because real cast of characters. You would think because you know uh, LGBTQ plus etc. are supposedly a protected class. It, there, there should be I don't know, maybe some federal oversight on that specific subject, but no. Um, states' rights. Well, baby. that's also like that's the that's like the Heritage Foundation. That's like. You know, federal mm. society, they are constantly, I mean, even if someone wants to fix that in a, like, it would have to go through the legal system and they would yeah. have to probably go to the, like, there's so many trigger, like, lawsuits and laws that yeah. even yeah. making it okay would be impossible. So, I mean, the, the, the type of brain trusts that are making these particular kinds of laws mm. and they're passing this kind of legislation and like, Todd Aiken from Missouri, um, mm -hmm. who's a Missouri legislator who said, um, paraphrasing, but uh, that if it's a legitimate rape, then the, your a woman's body has a way of just shutting out, shutting that down. That was incredible. It's, that was incredible. And that man wanted, I was to, be, wanted to be president. In that state. <laughs> he wanted was to be in president. charge of me <laughs> at that, that time. That was a conversation when he wanted to be president. It was a 
horror. Oh, that was good. That was. What I, I gotta what, say, like, gotta say, for for comedy from across from across the pond, that was gold. That was fucking gold. <laughs> I mean, I've also like uh, gotten gas outside of the metropolitan area that I lived in. Yeah. In Missouri. Yeah. So those apples don't fall very far from the trees. But the <sighs> no. other, oh, the other, uh, I mean. <laughs> The other like profoundly Missouri state house dude said something about like recently uh, that he knows personally people that were married when they were 12 and they're still very or the, someone that got married when they were 12. and They're still very happy, which is why uh, laws about minors getting married are still on the books. Oh and my those God. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, she was he, groomed. He was so what do you expect? Fucking, fucking whenever Stockholm he said it, syndrome. Too. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's absurd. Well, what have I been warned? I mean, listen, we, we talked go, about go, it off brand last yeah, week. Yeah, go, go to our last off brand, everyone. Jesus I'm Christ, I'm telling you, this shit is everywhere. These people mm. are everywhere. Yeah, and they're in just the right place to make gigantic problems for the rest of us. It's crazy. Speaking of which, moment, I can't um, even. I, speaking uh, of which, I wanted to mention as well, of course, that Florida is its own special next level of hell, which we covered in our Ron DeSantis oh episode. If yeah. anyone hasn't heard that one yet, it's abysmal. Have fun. Um, Studies have shown that in the United States, in public school programs where LGBT sex education is not a part of the sex education curriculum, LGBT students are more likely to engage in riskier sex, ultimately leading to higher rates of HIV and AIDS, and other sexually transmitted infections such as gonorrhea and chlamydia, as well as more reported cases of teenage pregnancy. This problem does not occur as frequently for LGBT students who are enrolled in public schools with programs that cover LGBT sexual issues in their sex education courses. Additionally, LGBT students who do not receive specialized sex education are more likely to search online in order to seek additional resources in order to learn more about their sexuality or identity, which may not be safe or factual. And often, young LGBT students will learn about their sexualities from finding pornographic films on the internet, which is less than ideal. Um, the inclusion of LGBT curriculum in sex education courses has also been shown to decrease bullying of students who identify as LGBT in United States public schools. Of who course. fucking knew? Of um, course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just trying to fucking save lives. That's that's it. That's all we're trying to do, you massive cunts. So... Candace, let some gay people around you and you won't show up looking like that on video. That's true. That is Such true. Such a clear... I've never met what, what, a woman... Bro. What, one of one of us queers out. would have said something. I mean, come on. It might not have been me because I'm British and very polite, but but one of us would have. Jesus. Um, <coughs> we know who that... Throw that top away. <laughs> volume! Uh, so, Your hair needs volume! Listen! Yeah, yeah. So, where does Russell stand on all of this? Well, we've got a bit of a bramble coming up, so let's find out. I say, what I feel is reasonable when educating... Firstly, I would say this. You, the uh, parents of children should be in charge of the way that those children are educated. 
and whether that's traditional or progressive should be a matter for the parent to determine. Again, that's a principle. So the principle isn't, I've got a preference and I'm going to use this argument to leverage my preference. I don't care, not care, but mind how other people raise their children. I wouldn't want other people telling me how to raise my children. So like, you know, and but I, what I would say possibly, aside from paedophilia, which is sort of, it seems to me pretty plainly wrong, that... Uh, does it when it comes to offering different ways that a human being might express themselves or be isn't the assumption that we live in a culture that doesn't allow room for debate or conversation or at least hasn't historically and a lot of assumptions around identity around gender have been made that sort of began with the you know something you touched on earlier that women ought to be able to work in all roles and have jobs in you know whatever sector and you know like because even when you said a bit earlier like you know women are more emotional i thought god i bet i'm more emotional than you and like you know i'm a man you're a woman i bet you're more logical and rational than me i'm emotional like that's how i run you know what i mean and i so you know like anyway so i guess look a conversation about norms and the various ways that people might express themselves i think is healthy but having said that i don't think that anyone else should take uh precedence over the parents when it comes to you know imposing ideals or ideas so so after much beating around the bush he finally finally settles on do what you want um again this would possibly be fine if we were living in tiny ethno states with no outside influence coming in to try and change our views but the reality is that while candace is nodding along and agreeing yes the parents should decide she's an activist for trying to ensure sex education in all forms is completely taken out of schools and she's doing that nationwide also russell parents can be fucking wrong like Candace Owens is a prime example of that, but it applies to all other forms of bigotry, like perhaps racism. Should that be left up to the parents? Should issues of race not be spoken about in schools? Ah, who the fuck am I kidding? These are the same people who've been up in arms about critical race theory being taught. So what? What? What even is the fucking point? Like, <laughs> they just, they just, yeah, oh, they want I, the I worst things completely. to be able to say. Oh, 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 um, I will oh. say, I was mm. like put on my back foot almost refreshed mm. that like Russell was saying like well I'm a man and I'm probably more emotional than you yeah yeah which like yeah yeah, yeah. in Absolutely. fact Definitely for the true. for most overly, of recorded history men have been the emotional element that like yeah like, bad at regulating emotions poets and playwrights I mean, yeah, these yeah. like the fact that human beings in general and our society does not have a memory past like Victorian era, like very like imperial, you know, imperial like stiff upper lipidness. I blame you. I know where it came from. Um, like that kind of like mm. weird, like moral. Um. Conservatism, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like right before that, the dandy fop was the most outrageous like creature. That's true. That is very, very true. And kings, <laughs> kings throughout history, many of them have been notoriously effeminate, notoriously flamboyant, incredibly mm. like whole yeah. architecture, like schools were built around yeah. how emotional they were like yep. 
like the 1700s, very bad for people that all so much wealth was consolidated, but the art yep. traditions are incredible as far as just like how opposite. I mean, even like culturally, like mm-hmm. how different, <laughs> how different the like roles of gender have been perceived over time. Yeah. Yeah. We have such yeah. this like minute little like historical again, understanding that is so disappointing. It's so disappointing to me and because uh, again, human it, experience is so rich, you know? I don't yeah. Know. If, if, if you, if you whitewash anger as not being an emotion then mm. then then even then you you can try and pretend but in reality it's 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 men that have spent millennia going to war and and fighting and blah 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 you know and, and just being generally fucking aggressive you know conquering nations and whatever else um you know and, but and being and, loving and romantic and cyrano de bergerac and blah 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 that like too that too men want women um, that smell like a flower patch like come on like yeah. If if we're talking about what's effeminate, like Yeah. Men's preferences seem quite feminine. I just it's so silly. Like yeah. I Yeah. Go back to Greece. Like yeah, you know. The, the, yeah. Oh, right? there's so much history of like just a of every possible gender expression, gender understanding, like I feel like I what, just, what 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 <sighs> we've settled on is that Candace Owens is is ignorant. Um, and I, I think, I think that might be the running theme of this episode. Um, Candace Owens is ignorant and a moron, um, and also maliciously intentionally ignorant I, at that's, times. That's the, the, well, I think it's or all, presenting I don't think that as. she's stupid. I think it's all she's sometimes malicious. Ign- mm. Well, she, it's, she has, she's got a motivation to be ignorant to stay ignorant yeah yeah, of... yeah. To, to, to present in a specific way regardless of what she does and does not know and yeah, i think no, that it's no, sure. she's because she can she can speak very well about these th- like I, I i just i can hear the gears turning in her head mm-hmm. behind everything that she's saying and yeah. yeah it can be different sentence to sentence because she's just saying what needs to be said in the moment she's like going through her rolodex of like her talking points and then fashioning them, you know, she's just like using these same elements to arrange in a way that fits into a conversation. I mean, mm. if if this were a gen, if if also if she cared about any of it, this conversation would be different. Because yeah. like even on the yeah. surface level, like Russell has disagreed with her a couple of times, mm. and just she breezes right past it and if she is this firebrand who actually gives a shit then like she would take russell to task on some stuff that they clearly disagree on because russell's at least like nudging up to the line a little bit even the most like because that's more pushback than most of these people ever get that's more pushback than i've seen russell give other guests yeah, like, well, so actually, certainly I'm gonna more than this thing that you just said. And I more think it's than not Tucker, more than DeSantis, more than more than yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Other than poor, poor Dawkins, um, poor piece of shit Dawkins, um, sweaty, 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 <laughs> sweaty fucking sweaty bigot Dawkins, um, yeah, um, ba, ba, ba. Old person, so cruel. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> 
it's I, I feel very conflicted about that now you know because obviously in in that because russell just talked all over him he didn't really have much of a chance to say all the horrible things he wanted to say yeah he did and he has since come out doing and saying much much worse things um so speaking of which you know with, with someone like candace I do often ask myself, you know, just how how bigoted is she, right? On the grand scale of things, just how much of a piece of shit can this person be? And I, I think in in the next clip, we get a bit of an inkling. Yeah, we need to be a society, of course, when you're governing for the whole, you, you need to be a society that governs based on the rule, not the exception, right? So yes, it, there are exceptions. Are there some men that are more emotional than women? Absolutely. But as a rule, women are more um, <laughs> women are more emotional than men. And we should be able to say that. We should be able to acknowledge that. And that's always been the circumstance. Women are drawn to certain categories uh, that men are not drawn to. The way that men bond is different than the way that women bond. Um, <sighs> these are, again, rules. Of course, there are exceptions. I'm sure there are some women that oh. are absolutely crazy about sports and absolutely love sports. But uh, to then say that because we have these exceptions and we're going to now pretend that all of society needs to pretend that everything is anomalous, that's when things get crazy. I mean, you think it's an act of it's compassion so to if somebody comes to you and says, you know, I'm this to affirm them or to uh, not to maybe not affirm them, but you're saying out of respect to you know, play no, pretend in, in, a, in a certain I way. And for me, that's offensive to me because what you're saying is I don't mind how you live, but when you tell me that how you live now has to influence how I live and I have to pretend that reality doesn't exist, I find that to be very problematic. It's sort of like, you know, if you meet a, a person who's suffering from, I don't know, bipolarism or suffering from grand delusions and they come to you and, you know, they say something that is so obviously not true um, and but then they demand that you say that it is true. You're demanding that I lie, right? So if you want to go out and, and pretend that you're a woman and and say I'm, you know, I don't know what a Russell name would be, whatever it is, that's absolutely fine. But I'm I don't have to pretend that you're a woman. I get to exist in the realm of reality. And so I find that to be weird when we're encroaching on people that are seeing things straight and as they are and pretending Russell, that it's not it's kind uh, if they don't want to play pretend. I'll play pretend with toddlers. I will, you know, but not with adults. She's acting mm. like a fucking toddler. Mm -hmm. She's acting so, like a spoiled little dumb baby. If Candace Owens meets a trans person in the wild, from her telling of things, she will ideally intentionally dead name this person, if she knows their name, and at the very least will intentionally misgender them. This is again just after she's been suspended from YouTube for that slew of videos intentionally misgendering trans people. Um, it's great to know that she's learned her lesson. I, I honestly don't have many more words for this clip other than what a hateful bag of cunts. Yeah. Like, just, oh my god. Trash. Absolute oh my trash. god. Just trash. Just. It's just like, it's, but again, the hypocrisy is within the sentence. Like, well, I don't have to say this because you're affecting me. Okay, so then why, why, why uh, is your who, existence who you, more important than someone else? Yeah, who, who made you, you the arbiter of, of what reality is? Like, how, yeah, how, like, how, why are you the special, unique snowflake yeah. that gets to be treated special and different, and like yeah. no one else? Why yeah. are you different? Why are you special? Why are you like? Because I'm. Why me. are you the exception? Because we are not supposed to to govern by the exception. No. So then why do you get to be the exception? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I don't think she'd have a good answer. Um, so we have a response from Russell uh, where he says he's open to Candace's type of analysis but tries to get to the bottom of what troubles her. 
Well, I suppose I see it as that there is an, an around language, wow. there is an arbitrariness anyway when it comes to some of the terminology that's used, that it's that language is convenience for identification. And if language has a different meaning to somebody because of the way that they feel and I can make them feel better just by saying that like for me that's easy and not that different from if someone had a some sort of cultural uh, tag that they would like me to apply like senior monsieur or like whatever if someone says it, like for me that I identify as you know female or any form of identification it just doesn't trouble me in that way now like i i'm sort of open to your sort of all the, the the type of analysis you apply to that but i don't know why why it sort of what troubles you because yes, you calling do. me a birthing person, it's, you're, you're basically saying that I have to cease to exist so that men that have mental disorders can exist, right? Mm. That's very wrong. It's very wrong to pretend that I'm not different from you. You've been pregnant before, Russell. You think calling me a birthing person is you, you've seen your wife be pregnant. You see what women go through. Um, so the idea that I'm going to stop existing so that somebody can feel good in their head, it's just not who I am. I, 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 I think it's very important to acknowledge the actual struggles that real biological women go through in the same way and, and the hurdles that they have to go through. And to, as we start diminishing language, which obviously is what's happening now, uh, they're starting to say, how do you, you know, you're, you're a birthing person. Men can breastfeed. No, they can't. Um, women breastfeed. Women go through that. It's a, it's a very hectic experience. And so I very much draw the line at that. And I'm very happy to be considered uh, not compassionate or not emotional enough. And I think that the reason that movement has go. gotten so far, and now you actually have men invading into in spaces is because it started with one person saying, I'm just going to pretend to make you feel good. Um, you just, reality has to remain re reality. And I am very objective when it comes to those things. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're very fucking objective. I'm sure you are. Like, Candice, the only person trying to stop other people from existing is you. Yeah. No one is calling you a birthing person. No one on this planet is calling you a birthing person. And, you know, use of gender-neutral terms around, you know, fucking medical procedures is not unreasonable, and it doesn't really affect you, does it? Um, there, there is a very real distinction between sex and gender, and what gender a person is assigned at birth may not actually end up being their gender at all. Case in point, I was assigned male at birth. I am actually non-binary, and after much hand-wringing, feeling like shit, and a suicide attempt, I finally got to grips with the concept. Men can breastfeed because perhaps they were assigned something different at birth. Trans men have given birth to perfectly healthy children, and no men are invading your spaces. There's an underlying malice to what she's saying that's reliant on the concept of some people wanting to be trans. From my own personal lived experience, I have never met a single human being that has ever wanted and chosen to be trans. No. Like, like anyone's going to say yes to the question, hey, do you want to be a part of possibly the most hated group of people on the planet? Like, it's not a fucking choice. It is be trans and accept myself in some way or find another way to try and shuffle off this mortal coil yet again. It is be trans or die. Those are my choices. And for now, I choose life. The reason Candace thinks that people are wanting to be trans, and specifically people who were assigned male at birth transitioning into being women, is that she thinks they're all just doing it so that they can sexually assault people in bathrooms, or some variation of that hateful bullshit. And it is just that, 
Bullshit. There is no evidence that letting transgender people use public facilities that align with their gender identity increases safety risks. And this is from a comprehensive study from the Williams Institute at UCLA School of Law. Not only that, but in fact, transgender and gender non-binary teens face greater risk of sexual assault in schools that prevent them from using bathrooms or locker rooms consistent with their gender identity. A different study found that 36% of transgender or gender non-binary students with restricted bathroom or locker room access reported being sexually assaulted in the 12 months prior to the study. 36%. It's the yep. trans people being assaulted, Candice. But we've known this all along. Uh, also, a separate point, I'd bet a hefty amount of money that the bathrooms in Candace Owens' house are gender neutral. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> we've also always known this. Yeah. We've always understood this. And yeah. what what I do genuinely love are like, it's so for me, like on TikTok and on Instagram, trans and non-binary people are like, so which bathroom do you want me to use? Yeah. Because do you want the person who looks like a boy going in the girl's bathroom? Or do you, or vice versa? How yeah, do you yeah, think yeah, that's right. going to go? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. She's also like, just made a whole show about, I don't want to be a liar. I'm not going to say something that's a liar. Like, are you not a birthing person? You are a birthing person. <laughs> Why the fuck would you give it's a shit? It's true. Yeah. It's that whole like, like there, there, that argument of like calling people cis, calling women cis. It's just an identifier yeah like yeah do you it's, have it's, two it's legs not... or one leg yeah like Are you bipedal <laughs> it, right it's so simple mm -hmm. and it's, it's so obviously like there's no logic or reasoning to what they say in the moment mm. and even for like that to me seems like the most sophisticated of these really stupid like turfy arguments of like don't tell like you didn't have the same experience growing up as a woman because you grew up as you know like you were assigned male at birth and now you're a woman like no trans person i've ever met or known has insisted that their experience supersedes that of a woman who has lived their life as a woman no honestly like what it, it's extremely difficult to reconcile for me personally because i'm like to me and also everyone around me i'm obviously a non-binary creature um but i've lived my life as a woman and the whole world is going to treat me like a woman mm. regardless of of how i feel because and so it's difficult to reconcile like, well, I'm non-binary person as my experience, but my political identity, if I, if I want to talk about my experience as a woman, well, I'm both because I've, uh, that's my political identity, technically, mm. as, as I've experienced life mm -hmm. as a woman. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you how the world treats me as a woman bodied human yeah 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 but i but my internal ex and so knowing how to talk about that especially when gee so much raping just keeps happening in the news and from these people all the time mm. and also just misogyny like that's the thing about the turf that like the turf argument that is so stupid is like and i don't understand it is 
you're not like it's what like trans exclusionary radical feminism is turf right that's what it's supposed to be that's i've never found anything particularly radical no. about any of them well it's but... a misnomer because feminism mm. at the end of the day and what she's trying to say is like women have this specific experience and you can't it's, it's so like precious it's very, again very fucking foolish laughly of this mm. like hallowed woman place when like feminism is about equality what you're telling me is you want like turfs have nothing to do with feminism feminism is about equality for everyone it's not the best word to express that idea <laughs> but that's absolutely the project and the goal of feminism is to achieve equality what mm -hmm. turfs want again is actually i used the term earlier but this is a much more appropriate place to put it is like female supremacy is what you want <laughs> patriarchy and matriarchy are not just mirror images of the same thing matriarchy mm. is something totally it's a completely different social system so you're just saying you want patriarchy but you want to be in charge also as this weird exception well it's it's a weird thing because I, I i i don't think she wants women to be put above men because uh, as she said you know we, women shouldn't be allowed in politics for a start um you know and she she's very um very kind of traditional wife kind of kind of you know but the mother not. should be at home she's with a talk the kids. show host well well there is she's this a very um, busy talk show host um but yeah, but but she definitely definitely wants everyone to be above trans people. That's for sure. That's what I'm um, saying. That, is that is, she that wants is... to be like Phyllis Schlafly said the same shit. Is that she was like this this hallowed role of the housewife, mm. and she didn't do a housewifey thing at all. Yeah, that was a career woman who was a motivated politicking John Birch society ass motherfucker and she wasn't going to take no for an answer but somehow does sound familiar she's she had this whole other idea of what she was lifting up and this example she was supposed to be that she did not live at all in practice mm. she was the exception she wanted to be picked and she got picked and she pulled that fucking ladder up behind her it's mm -hmm. so insidious this mm -hmm. kind of shit fucking anita Bro like mm. there's a man there's a special place in hell and hell is real special fucking place for them it's just i ooh, i mm. completely agree mm. i completely mm. agree and um just uh, just quickly to your point about um, kind of pres presentation and, pre and presenting and how you present when you're non-binary and how the rest of the world is going to look at you. Um, I don't owe anyone androgyny. I, I just, I don't. Yeah. And, and, and neither do you. And, and you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, it, it can be tough to deal with um, for various reasons. But... Um, but fuck it. Well, when I'm talking about coming from a, um, like speaking on my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Is absolutely. Like, it, it's like I think it's reasonable to just admit and talk about it's a sticky wicket. Anybody's yeah, got yeah. ideas or suggestions. Boy, I'm well, open well, to I mean, it. It's, I, it's, all those, all know, those they're, academics they're... that we're all so terrified of and they're usually have like pretty fucking good ideas yeah. <laughs> about yeah. how to like how to talk about our changing society <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent 
It's crazy. Um, it's like humans adapt over time. Oh, hmm. weird. Um, and right? I mean, yeah, there's there's also also good good amount of evidence that we have always existed. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brand has gotten somewhat bored talking about all of this, so he decides to pivot it back to one of his favorite talking points. Um, what I feel is like you said earlier about the, um, you know, that the norm should rule or the majority should rule. And I started to feel that when it, under scrutiny and analysis, there are so many different taxonomies that are not really acknowledged. An obvious emergent one of the sort of subjects around gender identity that we've been discussing. But it appears that there are just so many ways of being American, being a human being. And it appears to me that really what the ulterior force, the burgeoning force beneath this, which is not being addressed, is that there is nothing permanent or necessarily ra rational or logical about the idea of a nation state about having communities of 300 million people or 60 million people <laughs> under one government, that this in itself is an idea. And plainly, it's an idea because there is no actual literal thing called France. It's How conceptual, it's here? abstract. Uh, same <laughs> for any nation or community. And happy. indeed, for hundreds of thousands <laughs> of years, we evolved in smaller communities. Now, I'm Dude. not um, anti-progress or anti-technology or medicine or any of those area. great advances. But yeah. what I've started to suspect yeah is that centralism, centralization, authoritarianism, gargantuanism, whether that's in the corporate world or in the state, are ways that you can create elite strata and control huge populations. What I believe in is maximum democracy that would, in my view, immediately diffuse the kind of conversations we're having. Like in sort of if I was living in a community of a hundred or a thousand people and we vote, do you uh, agree that we, if people want to be called a pronoun, uh, we'll do it and we go, yeah yeah cool and in your one people go no no we're not doing it there you go democracy and we all accept and marvel and enjoy the many different ways like you said earlier that people <laughs> might you know you're happy if you go to oh. Iran or Australia or Finland and find cultural distinctions which I think is glorious and in fact a different kind of diversity what I believe we're on some level protesting against is the homogenization of everything and this homogenization is happening for commerce for commodity for authoritarianism is not benefiting ordinary people it's advancing elite interests and it's undemocratic and it's destroying the world and people are sort of positioning it in extraordinary ways in order to facilitate it so where do you think that democracy and the simple idea of people being able to run their own lives and run their own communities as distinct from a kind of libertarianism that becomes ultimately you know i don't know sort of financial and an a communal or anti-community how do you what do you think about those type of ideas dear candace okay so let's all live in tiny ethno states Woo! um again russell believes we should all live in communities of roughly 120 because that's how big a group of chimps is and we should have little democratic uh, theocracies with zero crossing borders or multiculturalism because uh, that's homogeneity um because it's it, worked it's, out so well in us, human it's, history it's, yeah it's, it's just been so bad for us as a, as a, as a species <laughs> Um, it's an absurd belief that, that pretty much never fails to amuse me whenever he brings it up, to be honest, <laughs> at this point. It's the more I so learn about, about his like, conception of how it should go, the funnier it gets to me. <laughs> I just, yeah, because it's so, like, hollow. Like, it's it's just, so like, just not, it's so just impractical, just, like, just from, even, from 
any reasonable Russell, perspective. You couldn't draw a picture of it. No. Like no. That's all I want. I, just draw a picture of what you think it would look like. Oh, do you have to like? He, he would just draw lots and lots of circles inside a country, and and those would be all the little communities. <laughs> it would be like frog spawn filling a country. That's what it would look like. <laughs> uh, and he'd be like, like, and there are some black people here, and there are some Jews over here. You know that that that's and no, that's and it's and like they, a little they all stay separate. Like no, yeah. no, no one's touching, and yeah, they'll yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. There problem. are hard just, borders between these things. So um, profoundly just... <laughs> impractical. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, Is it because so... people grow up around castles? Is that why you think? <laughs> I mean, I've. I'm. I'm gonna go with no. The rest of the country has also grown up around castles and has not had this same problem. So I'm. Go, I'm gonna go with no. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we, we we are of course left with the question: What does Candice think of these ideas? Yeah, I actually totally agree with you. And that's actually what makes America quite unique is that we have state rights. And so you can kind of choose your tribe. You know, I made I decided to leave Washington, D.C. and leave. Uh, I was also living in Philadelphia for a while because I realized that I don't identify with these people. I don't identify with the way that things are run. And I moved south. And you're it's it's a completely it feels like I'm in a different, completely different country just living here in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. Completely different values. And it's all about finding your tribe. And you are correct that I think that we function better on a community level. And, and and now my life is totally different and it doesn't even reflect what you're seeing on the mainstream media because they have no interest in the way that people are living in the South uh, whatsoever, actually, if we're ever being talked about, it's in a negative way. States are still too big for Russell's conception of how we should all live, but fine, whatever. I don't think anyone is surprised that Candace feels more comfortable in the South, given that she pretty much hates black people, definitely hates the LGBTQ plus community, is a huge proponent of the trad wife lifestyle, um, so women should stay at home or in the kitchen, and is, of course, aggressively Christian. Um, I am shocked, shocked, I tell you, that she feels so comfortable in Tennessee. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah, because also, like, but still in a major metropolitan area. Oh, yeah. Because in the yeah. rural south. She lives in a 15-minute city, I'm quite sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, uh, it's pretty <laughs> sprawled. It's pretty rough. But um, uh, that is, yeah, we don't have, <laughs> nothing is walkable. In well, I just, I just, I just love the very concept of going going to war with convenience is 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 remarkable. Uh, oh, it's fucking incredible! <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, she she gets to be anyway. around other rich people. Oh yeah, so Nashville, plenty of those. Fucking plenty well, of those. That's for sure. Enough that she doesn't have to interact with a good portion of Nashville, who is not rich and especially yeah. the way that black people have been treated and subjugated and terrorized mm. to this very day i know who she identifies with and it's mm -hmm. not the other black people around her no period no. Uh, uh, other other critics have described her as an uncle tom before um, I, I don't feel like I have the right to make that comparison, um, but, but I do understand where they're coming from. Um, so yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's yeah, an what's aspect What's the female of... version of a, of a, of a, a, like just the feminist version of Aunt Cheryl? I don't know. Aunt Karen? Don't know. 
I don't know. Like, yeah, all the all the betrayal in this person is yeah. really distasteful. And that's yeah. why they're is, going to is, hold on, her, kinda... on to her to the bitter end. Yeah, because she's gross. Um, oh, man. So we, we know that, uh, we, we know already that Candace is an asshole about pretty much everything involving other people. Um, and uh, next we learn of a subject that is no exception. So um, you're absolutely right. And this is why I think that I spend so much time and conservatives in general spend so much time talking about families, right? Because that's, that's your original tribe. Your original tribe is a, a husband, a wife, the children. You get to assess how you want to live, what you want to allow into your household, who you want to allow into your household. And that is the number one answer that I give to people when they ask me when they're, they're so frantic about the way of the world. And, and I'm talking specifically about Americans because our, our government is run different, obviously, than yours. Uh, you know, what can I do? What can I do? Rather than focus on the big picture, this idea of what the nation and what our responsibility is as a nation, what can you actually do in your own house? When COVID happened for me, I never worried a single day. My children were never going to be masked. I was never going to mask. Uh, when we uh, had a baby nurse come one night and she was wearing a mask, I said, you don't have to wear that. She said, I want to. And I said, actually, we don't allow that in this house. And we, you know, showed her right out uh, because this is our house. We get to, we get to, assign, we're actually the bosses. I, I'm the dictator. Me and my husband are the dictators. We're the evil rulers uh, of this house. Um, so, so a, a baby nurse came into her house wearing a mask in 2021, a medical professional to see her child, and Candace told her she had to take off the mask or leave. Um, I think the nurse made the correct decision in getting the fuck out of that house because Jesus Christ. I mean, what she a said she's the evil dictator. I her believe her. If I believe fits, her. Baby. That, that, that is, that is We're remarkable. We're not going to argue. Um, Remarkable, incredibly, incredibly, just, just, she just does not think of anyone who isn't her. Um, so, what does Russell have to say about it? So, and, and that so returns power back to the individual, I like, which is I wonderful. Got, your style, man, you're hilarious, because like me, like, I'm like, listen, I don't really see that these mask things are working. I guess maybe I'm just not strong enough. But if someone like in my house was wearing a mask, oh man, like I feel embarrassed asking people to take their shoes off. Like, you know, like, but you'd be like, get that mask off. You, yep. And what, what That's did what they say? I did say? the entire time. I, she left. It was, you know, it, is, it was no hard feelings. I just said, we actually don't allow that in our home. And I think she was quite surprised by that. And But the, the concept of my child waking up in the middle of the night, baby, and you've got a person that looks like Bane from Batman looking over the crib, it's just not allowed in my house. You know what I mean? So this, this is a baby. If you're afraid of a baby, I don't need you here, right? Oh <laughs> so if, if a baby terrifies you, Hello, you are obviously let me not a good check baby. This baby is doing well. <laughs> what a delightful child. That's my Bane impression. I hope you're Please, very good. Done that. But that's what it would look like. I was like, he's going to wake up, and my poor little baby's going to see like a. This, that's very scary. And so we just didn't allow it in it's our households at all. Didn't require any of our employees we to wear. It. We didn't stop snowflake. anything. We didn't care about. Don't see your family for Thanksgiving. I hosted a huge Thanksgiving. You know, that's the beauty of small communities. That's the beauty of family. You get to establish your own rules. You don't have to pay attention to nonsense of the mainstream media. So you're absolutely correct. <laughs> right. Um, what a dumb baby. What a dumb baby. <laughs> I don't also, think she's stupid at all. I think she's smart, but mm -hmm. she can act like a dumb baby very effectively. I think she's what also occasionally tantrum. dumb, but uh, um, it, it also it, it, it's a real wonder that Russell's acting career didn't take off any further than it did. Eh? 
his, his little Bane impression there. <laughs> um, so, in this case, uh, the nonsense of the mainstream media, as she puts it, is a deadly plague ravaging the nation, and Candace and her extended family, not just, not just her immediate, her extended family, decided to just ignore it and have a maskless Thanksgiving in the height of the pandemic. Um, she did this in 2020 and 2021, by the way. Um, Candace is, of course, an anti-vaxxer and hasn't taken the COVID-19 shot, and I am deeply curious whether the older members of her family got the shot. I hope they did for their sakes, but um, either way, wouldn't surprise me if this little Thanksgiving gathering was the cause of at least uh, some illness here or there, right? Because, yeah, host your own super spreader event. Congrats, Candace. Good job. Yeah, what does that turkey taste like? Do you know? Mm, death. <laughs> um... So after this point, they, they talk a bunch of shit about Candace's new show, Convicting a Murderer, which, again, I don't care about. And uh, they were discussing no, movies yeah. in general and anti-heroes, and I, I again, I don't care about. Um, so I'm, I'm going to skip to the end where we get a, a few quick-fire questions from Brands Locals channels, and I'm, I'm going to play one of them. Michael L. Ross goes, do you ever plan to run for president because uh, him and his family want you to? That's very sweet. Thank you so much. You know, at the moment, I'm running behind toddlers. Uh, the family stuff is way more important to me. Um, and I actually think that I have more influence outside of politics. I think the realm of culture is way more influential. And I'm, I'm just happy with where I am right now. Culture. You won't do it. Um... Culture? Is that what you do? Um, in one sense, thank fuck for that, because having this woman many, as a legislator... Many, 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 many. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Having this woman yeah. as a legislator of any kind would be utterly horrifying. Uh, in another sense, it means that she's going to keep making her podcast and her shows and whatever else, which is a real fucking bummer. Um... I know Candace crows about how everyone's trying to silence her, which is blatantly untrue, as she has millions of followers, but I personally would love for her to shut the fuck up and go away. Uh, that would be my ideal Candace situation. Like, she's rich as fuck, so is her husband. Why can't they just piss off and live the high life and stop injecting hateful bile into the rest of the world? Like, I'd consider that if I was rich. Like, I could do work, or I could spend my time in my underwear playing Xbox while a private chef makes my food, a private cleaner cleans my house, and my butler bottles about the place. Okay, maybe I'd get bored, but there is an appeal to that, right? There are definitely... There are just better... Travel, do something. There are better ways to spend your time <laughs> when you are extremely wealthy, especially. Good lord. Good lord. I... You know, mm. I am intrigued by this convicting a murderer. Like I, I knew you were gonna, I knew you were gonna bite. I knew you would. Dang I knew it. you would. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons I didn't bother to look at it. <laughs> I was like, I'm so curious uh, about it. Laura's gonna watch it. Laura's gonna watch it. But I was like, what is there left to say? Like mm. this, the thing is, is like making a murderer has been dissected. It's like the uh, Adnan Syed, like you know serial season like yeah, yeah it's yeah. been dissected to every like, which the way yeah, yeah. degree yeah that's like to an atomic level at this point yeah like if you don't have any interest in true crime at all like those are the things that you know about like not gonna i mean uh, i am curious I i'm just curious as to like what could possibly be left to say yeah like, well what? 
Let us know. <laughs> Let us know and report Damn back. It. Is it is it free? Is it? It's not like I I have no on idea. Like Fox I think plus whatever or some shit. Some it might be on the Daily Wire. I think I don't know if it's um if it's one of their paid things or not. If I doubt it, it is, it, I yeah, exactly. Um, and if it is, Ooh, there might be a way to to find it somewhere on the Seven Seas, possibly. Okay. Um, in in the next Fine. in the next yeah yeah I I, I I I might be able to find it in the next clip. Um, Brand clearly has a bit of cognitive dissonance going on. Yeah, it's a weird one that I tell you. It's interesting talking to you. Maybe I have changed. Maybe I have. You know, I still disagree with you with loads of things, but I I agree with the I agree with the concept of you. I agree with the essence of you. Yes. I agree yes. with with the right for you to be you. Clips like they this. They hate each other. They you hate each other. You reckon? So I, I think Brand is going to see clips like this do truly make me wonder whether Brand actually does realize that he's right wing. Like he seems genuinely perplexed at how much he agrees with Candace Owens. Or I maybe, don't think you don't, they you don't enjoy think that's, talking mm, to each other for a second. I don't I know whether they enjoy don't. talking to each other, but I do. There are a lot of things that he agrees with her on that he didn't in their in their first interview, and and I yeah I I I think maybe maybe it's because I've watched the whole thing, um and and you know yeah no by no no, no. I'm, I'm, I am, not I'm not disagreeing I'm not disagreeing I just I, I think because the thing is is you can hate people and you can hate each other and still not want to acknowledge it. Yeah, or yeah. like because their motivations are like I mean their the their class consciousness is gonna take over in these situ situations so like yeah, yeah there's I that. I there's can that. hate you as much as I want but no solidarity like rich person solidarity especially like rich famous you know like weirdly obscure famous person solidarity mm -hmm. yeah they're gonna get on side and yeah I think no, no, no. that I I would think that in a way that like. I don't know, Russell's obviously uncomfortable. Like, uh, also, good, fuck you. But, like, mm. obviously uncomfortable with the stuff that she's saying and mm -hmm. does not believe the concessions he's making. I genuinely don't think that. He's, like, doesn't hate gay people. Like, he yeah, doesn't no, hate no. gay people. No, no, that, 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 that's, that's true. That's true. Um, and but so, I, like, trying yeah. to conjure that is, like, it, it, it's, he's really ineffective at conjuring something that's, like, I think of all the problems this man obviously has that we have explored, I think In fundamentally detail. it he's not it's not in him to hate gay people, so he's not even good at pretending. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He he is he is a bad liar in many ways. Um Yeah. Uh and but yeah, I I I I do think there is a part of him that it, that is kind of um because there, there are there are definitely other, other things uh, that they that they agree on that that's not any of the trans or or, or LGBTQ plus stuff. Um, but yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting and 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 seeing seeing clips where he's kind of maybe wrestling a little bit with himself is is very very interesting. Maybe it's just seeing someone who agrees with him on a lot of things but is such so so obviously a massive cunt. Maybe it's that. That's <laughs> what I think that's yeah. what I'm picking yeah. up on is like Yeah, maybe it's just like you agree with everything but I hate of, you. <laughs> yeah, well you see parts maybe. of himself reflected and he doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, could be that. Could be that. Um So yeah, it, I don't I don't think that I honestly like I think these people mm. are too like 
narcissistic to even like consider each other, which is why yeah, it was funny yeah. that the little bit of time they spent actually talking to each other, they disagreed like, in don't like uh, this. from the outside <laughs> in a massive way, like a fundamental yep. shift. Yep. Yeah. They actually spoke to each other about anything real and then immediately had to back away because yeah, he knew, I, I he's like he's on the grift. I couldn't see these two sat around a dinner table, let's put it that way. No, um, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, is like they yeah. don't want to be talking to each other. No, whereas, whereas I, I could see Russell sat next to like Tucker, for instance. I could see that happening. It would still be yeah. gross, but you know, I, I could see them both enjoying that experience. Whereas this, no, no, I don't think so. Um, so thankfully, Candace fucks off back to her dictatorship in Tennessee. Uh, but just before ending the show, Brand gives us a little glance into what was meant to be some upcoming guests. Uh, we've got some amazing people coming up. Jimmy Dore, lefty radical. Crystal Ball, lefty radical. Yanis Varoufakis, lefty radical. Eckhart Tolle, spiritual radical. All leading <laughs> up to a radical turn to the right when Ben Shapiro will be coming on our show. I don't even know if that's chronological order. So how many of these come true is a matter for debate, uh, because last time we did this, half of them never materialized. Um, I'm still waiting on Roger Waters and Elon Musk to appear on his show, though in either case, I'm pretty sure it's in the pipeline somewhere. Um, there is yet more news about Roger Waters being an anti-Semite, so that's oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, anyway, he uh, he just described Jimmy Dore as a lefty radical, which isn't true at all. The guy's a fucking right-wing mouthpiece. Uh, Crystal Ball I will accept as being mostly left, but she still panders to the right and does whatever she can to fling shit at Biden. Yanis Varoufakis I don't know too much about, but he's an economist and politician who self-presents as an erratic Marxist but other no. Marxists disagree no. and and the, no. the best I'm gonna say is that I'm not sure the jury's out until I have the time to properly look at the guy economist? Um, yeah he, he was um, he was the economist for Greece for a while during the crisis um, oh yeah for, for like for like okay. six months uh, yeah I'm not sure which bits he was responsible for to be <laughs> fair I'm, I'm not gonna he, he might have done some good things yeah he might have done some good things I read something saying He's a genius economist, according to some people. I don't, I don't know. Again, have not looked into the guy enough heard, to, you know to assess I've his views and everything more else. Than enough. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, I always get concerned when people are described as geniuses. Elon Musk, um, Eckhart Tolle, the uh, spiritually enlightened one, can be said to spout some libertarian and right-wing views. And Ben Shapiro is, of course, a pasty-faced, bigoted alt-right incel. Um, also, I, I don't know how many of these have cancelled or how many of these interviews were already recorded when the allegations against Brand came out. I'm really not sure, but it'll be mighty interesting to see how many of them end up happening. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I don't think Crystal Ball would go ahead, but maybe she would. Maybe she fucking would. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, and I do want to say something about as far as like Eckhart Tolle and, and uh, you know, I, I mentioned Marianne Williamson earlier and I saw some listeners were like, why does Lauren have such a reaction to Marianne Williamson? Um, yeah. Overall, and I think that looking back, we can see that like this, like the new age, specifically like the new age spirituality movement is very susceptible um, to conservative ideas, conservative exploitation, and a lot of of like spiritual practices that seem very groovy on the outside, and maybe when they're you know they're they're like handing out 
daisies and you know playing tambourines on a street corner may seem very groovy but their actual values and like the core values and their beliefs are actually extremely conservative so this whole mm. like you know the pastel QAnon and like the wooanon kind of turn that we've seen in recent years is should be less surprising yeah. than it actually is yeah um people that really know about the origins of the new age movement and from and where from whence it came and from whence it actually teaches like aren't as surprised as those mm. that might be more you know like as far as like especially what russell was describing is like oh this groovy everybody's liberal blah 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 like no not as liberal, liberal as you think in fact potentially very conservative mm-hmm. and usually kind of racist Ooh. yeah yeah the uh the crunchy to alt-right pipeline is a real fucking thing yeah um yeah 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 um right that's our show everyone um bit of a longer fucking one candace candace fucking Owen. and i've been sitting on this for two two three weeks <laughs> I was like, oh god this person is the worst um yeah so glad that that we we dealt with that um but yeah had to had to go a little bit a little bit longer just because um there's more to say with that with that fucking she just also she had a lot yeah to like yeah she had a lot of hateful things to say and you should see the number of clips i cut out um i i yeah yeah i i had to yeah she's a talker and 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 there there were so many things to to refute as to what she was saying right yeah yeah yeah. fucking wrong you hateful hateful person that Um, the rush thing like the the, what mm. i why i bring up the rush comparison is the staying power Mm. situation of like Mm -hmm. if your whole personality if every part of you is built on this like total like contradiction and you don't give a shit Mm. ever about being consistent or accurate or having a citation or any research and you can just like barrel through Mm -hmm. there is a lot of money to be made and there's a lot of audience to be captured by that kind of personality many millions many many millions what she has already yeah Let's and she's been able to adapt develops. in her career mm-hmm. as we've seen so far yeah yeah it's not good it's not good oh um, that's terrible <laughs> yeah yeah complete fucking bigot on all sides and and i, I didn't even properly get into like her anti-blm documentary and and all of the other horrible shit that she does um she's ju- just an atrocious human being um Glad to be done with her anyway. Uh, I'm glad that that is yeah. out the fucking way. And hopefully it'll be another five years before she comes back on Russell's show. Because I don't want to have to deal with her again. Um, right. If you want to support us in what we do, please go to patreon.com slash onbrand. Uh, we would be very, very grateful. Uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, drop us a line at theonbrandpod at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we will reply at some point. Uh, we have a We're sub- really busy. Yeah, we I'm are sorry. really, really busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we we have a subreddit that's 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 in our honor. It's um, on brand underscore pod, uh, and on socials we are the on brand pod at most things, um, and we are more active on some than others. But hey, follow us anyway. Um, we I'm sure we'll say hi. 
Um, and personal socials, I'm at Alworth Official, and Lauren is at me.by.lauren.b. Come follow us on on Instagram or whatever else. Um, that'd be that'd be cool. I think that's I think that's probably the platform where we're both the most active. I would say. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a picture person, so yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I, I I do find it weirdly the the most pleasant of all of them for some it some inexplicable has- reason. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know why that is, but it doesn't matter too much. Um, we are going to go off brand where I have promised that we will have something fun this week because <laughs> we had something very serious last week. Well, and the last <laughs> last time that I'll be plugging this event, oh yes, yeah, 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 Lubbock yeah, is coming yeah. this weekend. So yeah. if you are in and around um, that area of Texas, we'd love to see you. Um, so first Fridays at um, Charles Adams Projects. Uh, not by the big body holly glasses, but they're not very far. Um, so October sixth, it is that immediately sounds fun. Five to ten, five to nine. It's in the evening. It's Friday evening, and that's why I'm so tired and uh, (laughs) (laughs) kind of a mess, is because I've been making stuff like crazy. Um, and still accepting recommendations for roswell up until this coming weekend yeah also. yeah far away but far yeah. away send us an email yeah um but yeah come see us um at ufos over lubbock it's awesome uh and you can search ufos over lubbock um they're on instagram yeah i was like googling isn't even that no, you just it's, search it's, on instagram be, it's it, right. yeah you can right. find it on instagram right. you'll um, find it you'll find it yeah come see us if you really That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I have and we'll see you in off brand. Yes, we will. Patrons, we will see you in off brand. And we have something fun, I promise. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and possibly we'll make Lauren mad, but we'll see. it's definitely gonna be fun. Anyway. Oh cool. Good. Uh, <laughs> um so thank you everyone. Um Russell Brand is still thank a you. rapist we and very, we still need to find much. something else for that. But yeah, still a rapist. Um and yeah, we love you all. Um look after each other, stay safe. LGBTQ plus community, especially this week. Fucking hell, that was not fun. Um, yeah. We love you. We love you. Um, see you Take next week. Yeah. Yep. Bye. 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 Bye.